What's going on, everybody? Welcome in to the Wrestling Freaks podcast. We got the whole damn band together. <clears throat> I'm only kidding. Jamal Skull, how you guys doing? I'm awake. Deal. Same here. Barely, but I'm here. <laughs> Carnage is in here. Carnage is in here. Sundance. Yeah. I was gonna. I was gonna ask Carnage what took him so long to get in here today. <laughs> yeah. So. Right, Sundance. What's up, y'all? Carnage here. So we yeah, uh, talked earlier. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, welcome in, everybody. Carnage scared the piss out of me earlier, so. Fuck him. <laughs> when, I in here, when I was in here, I was in here waiting on y'all earlier, and I was like, I was literally falling asleep, and Carnage came in and started setting up the fucking soundboard, and I literally <laughs> thought I had a fucking heart attack. Rat yeah, but, bastard. <laughs> yeah, but, but, you know, people scaring you is about like scaring a pregnant woman. You know, you just sit there and go, ah, and then you pee all over yourself. I mean, no, I mean, I don't scare you, but you know this, you know. <laughs> Russell, it sounds really... like you uh, you know this from personal experience or something. Well, I mean, he 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 does like horror movies and stuff, so that's yeah. Oh, okay. I was kind of referring to the pregnant woman part, but okay. <laughs> well, he says he says that he does not scare easy, and he don't. I mean, it's just. The only time I ever really, like, scared easy is, I mean, like, for example, like, with how exhausted I am, like, since I was dozing off and everything, so it caught me off guard otherwise, yeah. All right. And we know, and we also know that Skull just absolutely loves dolls. Fuck off now. Hell no. <laughs> so does Carnage, apparently. What's going on, WrestleFan? How you doing, man? What's going on, WrestleFan? Welcome here, man. Good, good to have everybody here. Oh, absolutely. Who is he? You know. Sorry. It's... It, it, hang on. It's I! Okay. Yep, it is. So... Um, couple things I, we can all talk about, I guess. Um, I think later. Yeah, I was going to say, where do we, where do we want to start? Because, um, there's honestly not a lot, a lot of news. I know, like, the main thing we want to talk about, um, if you want to, I can touch base on, a quick thing, really quick, um, and it's more or less just like, you know, the injury news, because we've got some injuries that we could bring up, um, sure. and really with a lot of them, we don't really know exactly what's wrong, um, but we obviously know Shotzi's hurt, um, and we believe it's her knee, but we don't know how bad, um, Ivy Nile is injured again. Uh, not Ivy Nile. Um, no, wrong. Um, 
Nikita Lyons. Oh, God. Nikita. Yeah, there you go. Nick, yeah, Nikita Lyons. So she's hurt again. We don't know what's wrong. Um, that's yeah, on the yeah. WWE side. Um, yeah, AEW yeah. side. The thing about Nikita so is she know. just got back. Yeah, she just got back from her AC. Oh, right. right? Yeah. yeah. Um, um, and then on the AEW side, side, um, two injuries that we know that we know about, but we don't know what's wrong. Um, well, I don't know if she's actually. Um, well, one of them, she's not injured anymore, but they haven't brought her back on TV because they don't have anything for. Her. That's Britt Baker. Um, then we've got um, House of Black. I can't think of her name. Um, Julia. Julia? Yeah, yeah, Julia Hart. Hart. Um, she's on TV, but she's dealing with an injury. Um, undisclosed. Wheeler Yuta is injured. Undisclosed, but he is supposed to be. He's supposed to be in a match sometime in March. Um, so, like, he should be good to go by then. And then we all know. However, you want to put it. Um, you can, you can say, say like, I don't, don't want to say, but I hate using the word botched, botched. Um, but you can, you can say, say it was like, like some people are saying it's Sammy's, Sammy's fault 100%. 100%. Other, Other people are saying it was just miscalculation, whatever. I mean, you guys watch the video. I'm not going to be one to, you know, sway your opinions. Everyone's going to have their opinion. Um, you can watch the video and the clips you want to. But, but Sammy and Jeff Hardy had a match on Rampage. Sammy did a shooting star press. Jeff put his knees up to hit, obviously, for Sammy to go, you know, into his abdomen, obviously, for the reversal. Sammy's left knee caught Jeff Hardy right across the face. It knocked Jeff the fuck out and shattered his nose. If you watch, dude, they're like when Jeff stands up to finish the match, the match ended early. And there's and just, just blood, blood all over the canvas. Like, like it, it fucked Jeff's nose, nose up. Um, and, and then I guess after, after the match, there was a video, and Matt and Jeff got in Sammy's face and were flipping him off and were telling him, we're like, Matt actually, like, and it was, it was legitimate. You know what I mean? And they just showed Jeff. Jeff is standing there, and all of a sudden, Jeff falls back, and he gets, and they catch him from behind, the refs do. And they had to walk him to the back, like he could barely walk under his own power. Now, who, now, so, who was this now? Sammy Guevara and Jeff Hardy. Sammy Guevara. Um, okay. And I mean, Sammy has, like, Sammy's, you know, got a history of injuring people in matches and injuring himself. Um, again, you can watch the video, JMO, like, Crazy and I have watched it. We're kind of on the fence about it because it kind of looks like it's one of those where it looks like it's possibly a miscalculation, but it also looks like Sammy just didn't even try to fucking get his knee out of the way. You know what I mean? Well, see, okay, I, I'm not gonna defend anybody. Okay, I'm. No, that, that's what I meant. Yeah, that's why I'm saying. Just that's why I told everybody just watch it the way you want to. And let me let me just say this. I'm not gonna. I'm not, I'm not gonna, gonna try to defend anybody, but the fact that he done the move and he hit Jeff in the face with his knee, 
is the exact reason why Vince McMahon and the WWE banned that move for a very long time until he seen that guys could could do it and land it safely because of another instance with um uh Billy Kidman trying to hit the move and almost killing people. Yep. Yeah, he like I remember that because Billy Kidman used to do it like on his heel run, like he used to somehow put like more emphasis on it. And the way that and the way that Billy Kidman oh, hang on a second guys. Tobu, kickstand, Maddie, what's up, y'all? Oh, welcome in, y'all. But the way that <laughs> sorry, I wonder. Oh, you're good. But no, the way that Billy Kidman did it was he didn't get enough height and he didn't rotate it like he should. But again, that was like on his heel, that was that was his gimmick. He used to before that. Yeah, yeah I, but I, I, th- I, I think Billy, in my opinion, I think Billy Kidman had one of the smoothest shooting stars. I was, I see, to, to me, I was I never a fan of his shooting star press. press. Now, now, I absolutely love to see the move, but Billy Kidman's just wanting one of them. Right. Okay. Um, but so yeah, on um, from. But no, I was just going to say, like I said, I'm not trying to defend Sammy Guevara. But right. all I was going to say is some people are just not meant to do it. And he might be one right, of them. Right. I mean, aside from that, like, I watched the match. It was a good, you know, I mean, it was a great match aside from that spot. Um. So, but again, like, everybody, like, that's in chat, if you want to, I mean, go look it up. Um. You know what I mean? Just type in, you know, Sammy Guevara, Jeff Hardy, uh, Rampage, you'll pull it up. Um, and you guys can, you know, watch it and, you know, decide for yourself. Was it just a miscommunication? Was it, was it definitely Sammy's fault? Like, you know, however you want to, you know, go about it. Um, I personally, and I personally think, what's going on, Razor? Appreciate the hydrate. Hopefully this is the right one. Um, I personally, and, and my, and after watching the video, I think it is Sammy's fault because he didn't rotate he, he, when doing the move. He rotated his body on the rotation. Like he turned his body like at, like it wasn't when you do shooting star press, you jump forward like fully, right? Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah, I remember you saying that the other day when we were when we when I showed it to you. And like yeah, when I saw it, like he he almost like inverted his body a little bit. So I think and I mean I'm not saying it was I'm not saying it was intentional like that he right. rotated that way, but I think it's I think it's full on Sammy's fault. Right. right. Now, um, let me ask you this, Scott. Do you know? Do you know? You know. Exactly 
I'm just um, reading a comment. Yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, um, Scott, do you know if Matt and Jeff and Sammy had issues backstage before this? To cause him to no, do there were no, no, there were no issues backstage. Um, but like I said, after the match was over, like people had like, there's like, you know, recordings that people recorded and it shows him in the ring. And like Matt starts pushing him, like Matt starts pushing Sammy and like they're flipping him off. And like, you can actually, like Matt actually gets in Sammy's fucking face and is actually legitimately like, I like, like I was just like, I thought he was going to kill Sammy. Like, like prior, prior to that, that I, don't I don't think they, they had any issues. You know what I mean? Because like I said, the the whole entire match was amazing prior to that spot. Okay. Because like the because like the match ended pretty much immediately after that spot did. Um, but the entire match before that was absolutely amazing. Because like before that, um, Sammy. They were on the outside, and Sammy put Jeff on a table and got a ladder, and it was like one of the really, really freakishly tall ladders. And Sammy got up on on the ladder and did a did a swanton bomb off of it through, you know, on Jeff through the table, and it was the spot was perfect. Um, so like the match before, you know what I mean, leading up to that, the match was great. So it's just one of those things. Like I I don't know if it was just. Could, just I mean, a spot, spot gone wrong. wrong. It, it could have been, been a freak, freak accident. accident. And, and and again, so. yeah, and, and it very well could. I'm not and again, I'm not I'm not saying it was intentional. Yeah. And maybe he's and, and we don't know if anybody is in live chat right now. Um I like don't I said, know I'm, I don't know enough about Sammy Guevara. Like I don't well, I know who he is and I know like I know mm -hmm. he's in AEW and all that, but I don't know if he particularly does the shooting star very often. Okay, okay let, let me, me let me just, just say, say this. Because I think his finishing move is the four fifty, if I'm not mistaken. Or the six thirty or something. Anyway, go ahead. Well, well let, let me just say, say this. this. As, as far as, as I know. know Usually, Sammy Guevara is pretty safe to work with. Mm -hmm. That's what I've. Uh, that's what I've. So that's what I've heard seen too. So, like I said, this might just be one of those freak accidents that happens. Mm -hmm. And I'm not trying to defend him on anything, but just from what I've seen in his previous matches, I mean, it happens. Right. But I will definitely go check it out before, you know, before I say anything else about it. Yeah, we can uh, we can send you the video to Jamal if that's it. Uh, okay. But... Sure. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. And there were two. Yeah. Um, there were two other things. Um, and then after that, we can. Go to like the main stuff we were wanting to talk about. Um, so one of them was um, trying to get everyone's take on these two things. Um, I'll do the I'll do the bully Ray one because you guys already know what that one's gonna be about. We'll do that one last. Um, 
what is your guys's opinion? Uh, and obviously, chat, chat. You guys can, you guys can chime in on this too. What is your guys? Thoughts and opinion on Velveteen Dream returning to wrestling. Uh, I can just say good luck to whoever books him. Yeah, like yeah, he um he had a match. Um, like I said, like I brought up last night when we talked about it a little bit. Uh, he had a match. Saturday night in <coughs> Albany, New York for Dynasty Wrestling. So. Okay, now, Velveteen Dream was... He was one of Triple H's boys. He was. Yeah, he was one of Triple H and HBK's boys. Yeah, well, I'm just... But what I'm saying is he was one of Triple H's boys. With him coming, you know, with him returning to wrestling, could we possibly see NXT return? No. Hell no. I I don't think he needs to come back to WWE. With all those accusations and all that fucked up shit that he did, especially with all the shit that's going on with Vince and Brock, no. Okay. That's very bad for the company. Hey, I'm just asking. I mean, I mean, you you asked, asked what was my opinion on it, and I, that's it, yeah, yeah. I don't I think don't that'll ever happen. I don't think WWE would want him. Anyway, I mean, I, I mean, it, it could, could very well happen. happen. I don't know. Uh, Razor, no. AEW won't. I AEW is not that dumb. There's not. There's no shot AEW would do it. If they would not, AEW would not bring someone in with those type of accusations whatsoever. I mean, they fired, they fired, they fired, um, Brie Priestley, which is, I think, she goes what by Blair Davenport now and in, in NXT, right? Um, yeah, AEW fired her because of sexual assault and bullying accusations that became legitimate, which is why Will Ospreay broke up with her. That's why she got fired from AEW, and Marty Skrull the same way. Marty Skrull got fired. Like AEW is not AEW is not going to bring him in. NWA, my. Yeah, Billy Corgan just doesn't give a fuck. I mean, they have people do cocaine live on TV, so. Yeah, so I mean, I mean, he could possibly go to NWA. TNA. Well, see, the thing is, TNA has enough people. Uh, Maddie just said TNA has enough people. The only thing is, TNA has enough people. We talked about this on the last episode. No, Maddie. Maddie said TNA has enough problems already. Is what oh, he said. Problems. Oh, yeah. You know. Yeah. 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 Oh, oh, Lord. The Apollo's with TNA. Okay. So, the very last thing that we'll bring up, because, um, and I just, I, I, this is a piss poor take. We talked about it last night, and then we'll move on. Is Bully Ray's piss poor take on Pat McAfee saying that he's forcing, he is forcing stuff on commentary and overtaking the show and talking over Michael Cole? 
and that he needs to shut up and know his place. Okay. Can, can I start on this? Because I, I said something last night. Go for it. Go okay. for it. I said this last night while we were in here talking about it, you know, trying to get ready for the show. Yeah, we normally don't go over things ahead of time, but this is one of those that, you know, we needed to talk about, you know. The thing is, it's a commentary team. Yes, they're going to talk over each other. Yes, Pat's going to say stuff. Who called that, you know, people might find a little weird or out of line or whatever. But with Cole being there as long as he has and with having Triple H backstage in gorilla position, if there was a problem with what Pat's doing, Cole and Triple H and everybody else backstage would pop up Tell Pat if there's a problem and try to figure out a, a way to correct it. Until, yep. that happens, until that happens, Bully Ray needs to keep his mouth shut and quit coming in as, a, as an outsider. Yep. Well, and I, I thought about this too after we talked about it last night. Um, and this is a perfect example too and it's kind of funny that bully never had you know something to say about this what about all the times back during you know smackdown when you had taz and michael cole on the commentary team and look at all the shit that taz fucking said that was asinine and always interrupting cole and shit like that or look at you know when we had king and lawler i king and lawler jesus when we had um JR and Lawler and how much Lawler would interrupt, you know, JR and and say random just out of nowhere bullshit. So I mean Pat's tame compared to Taz and Lawler. Not today, man. Taz was absolute garbage on commentary. So but yeah, that's just one of those piss poor takes. I figured we would just bring it up just because I mean it's Bully Ray and yeah. So crazy. What's what's your thought on it? Um, hold on. Maddie is gonna join us, I guess. Okay. Brace yourself, guys. Ah, uh, it's not that bad. I mean, it is Maddie. So. Yeah, Maddie, come on in, man. All right, Maddie. Matt, Maddie, are we in the right? Okay. Yeah, he's, yeah, in, he's here. in here. He's just he's not talking. talking. Probably Discord mobile, more than likely. Um, mm -hmm. my whole okay, my whole take on this is, again, I'm not defending him. I'm not. I also think it's Bully Ray. I think he has said multiple times that he intentionally, on Busted Open, says shit to get people talking. I think, in my opinion, yeah, he's saying it, but whatever... The weird thing is, and the odd thing is, I think that's why I like Busted Open, is because... 
you don't know unless uh, unless there's like certain segments you don't know what bill uh, what bully is saying if he means what he's saying or if he's just trying right. to all of us well, well, and the and thing, thing is, is, I haven't, I just read the article, article obviously, obviously, I haven't listened to it yet, right. so, so I'm going to go back and I'm going to actually listen to it, because you can tell by the tone of Bully's voice when it's a troll and when it's legitimate, so I'm going to go back and actually listen to it, because, like, you can tell by, you know, how he's talking, whether it's just like, a, you know, almost like, you know, like a, like a shoot or a work, I guess, if you want to put it that way. Um, so I'm going to see. And I mean, if it is 100% a shoot and he's being legitimate, it's one of those piss poor takes. It's one of those Jim Cornette, Vince Russo takes. It's awful. Like, it's, it's bullshit. And I'm not just saying that because I'm a Pat McAfee fan. Like, it's it's... Like, like right, right now, now Pat, Pat and Cole are the best commentary team right now in professional wrestling, in my opinion. I I wholeheartedly agree. The the energy, the energy Pat brings to the commentary is unmatched. I think Pat Ma right now, Pat McAfee. This might even be a stretch, but I'm gonna say it anyway. Pat McAfee and Michael Cole as a commentary team, I believe, are on the verge, if not already there, modern day King and JR. They, I agree. Me they mesh together so well. At first, obviously, they didn't. And, you know, when, uh, when Pat was, like, um, when Pat was obnoxious and he was, like, new to the table and everything, like, Cole was like, what the hell are you doing? And then, you know, and now that the fact that they've grown on each other and, Skull, I think you told me a while back, actually, that Cole... I think Cole had said on some sort of interview that he won't retire or something until Pat McAfee is back, and that was when he was, Pat was on his like college game day hiatus and stuff. Yeah, he he said he said that before he retired, he wanted one final run with Pat, and I mean a lot of people now are speculating, oh, is this like you know. That, that final, final run, run. And, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't that, that's a stretch, in my opinion, mm -hmm. you know what I mean, in my in opinion, opinion, that's a stretch, a stretch. But, but, I mean, he did, he did say, say something, something to, like, like that, that effect, effect. Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and throw this out Maddie. there, I'm gonna go ahead and throw this out there again, and I said it, I've said it a couple of times, already, how weird would it be if they start announcing Hall of Fame inductees and then all it starts showing is Michael Cole and stuff that he's done over the years and he's first inductee? Yep. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. I'm okay well, it's with like, it. It's like we were talking about that night too when we talked about that. Um, 
we talked about that, and then I brought up the fact that, and obviously I don't, I think it'll be a while, but I brought up the fact that I think that whenever the day that Cole does decide to retire, I think Pat should replace Cole. And then you either bring up another, like, you know, another young guy or whatever that can be with Pat, or like Pat can take Cole's place, and then Corey Graves, and we can get Pat and Corey Graves on there together. When, when Cole, Cole decides, decides to go, to go and Pat, Pat can take Cole's place. Can you imagine? And I will say this too, to your point, crazy. Um, when we're talking about like greatest commentary teams of all time, for me, Cole and Pat are second. Um, first is a certain two people from t the TNA days. Mike Tanay and Don West. I'm sorry, dude, but those two were unmatched. And I will argue that. Oh, come on. You didn't like Tony Schiavone and, 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 uh, you didn't like Tony Schiavone and, uh, Mike Tanay in WCW? Oh, come on. I didn't watch enough WCW to, to get that, so. <laughs> Neither did I. We're not, I'm, as, I'm, we're not as old as you, JMO. <laughs> okay, well, those are the only things that I needed to bring up, so let's get to uh, the main stuff that we were wanting to get to. Crazy, I know there were some videos that you were wanting to show. Yeah. How are you gonna do it for JMO and I? Are you gonna are you gonna do it like if so we can so him and I can see him in Discord? No, I'm gonna I'm gonna just play it through my phone. I was gonna try to like share it on screen, but it might be weird. Um, okay. So uh, guys, you're only gonna get the audio version. Um, okay. If you want to see the video, um. I don't know if it's on. I would imagine it's on his social medias, but I think people are about to lose their minds on this. I got three different videos, and I, and and I do apologize. They're in. They're apparently in different parts. Where did you get the videos from? And I'll I'll see if I can um get the links. TikTok. Okay. Um, well, while you're doing that, obviously I'll listen. I will start skimming through his social media and see if I can find him and post him in chat. Yeah, absolutely. So, and, and it's more than likely, more than likely the videos are going to be like one whole thing. You know, at TikTok, you're only limited to like a certain length or whatever. So somebody like cut them up or cut yeah, them up. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And crazy. She absolutely hates that too. Yeah, so you should probably do something about that if, if you're doing that to your wife. I didn't say that she hated it. I was just being, you know, as a whole. She hates when you have to give it to her in parts. Yeah, that sounds like a you problem. That ain't my problem. Anyway, here we go. Guys, first of all, the only thing I can set up, and hopefully, 
if you guys have uh, if you guys have already seen these, don't spoil them for anybody who hasn't. Um, but this is cryptic videos I believe posted on his I want to say Instagram. This is Bo Dallas. And again, they're in three different parts, but check this out. Where reality intertwines with shadows and the boundaries of self blur into obscurity. I am Tyler Rotunda, the vessel that houses the dichotomy of personalities torn between the realms of light and shadow. You see, the recent videos that echo Bray's essence were not mere imitation. They were the manifestation of a fractured mind seeking solace in the chaos. The loss of Bray sent ripples through my soul, tearing at the seams of sanity. To cope, I assumed the guise of my brother in those cryptic promos, channeling his spirit from the afterlife. But in doing so, I inadvertently found wormwood in my mind. Bodalis, the man you thought you knew, grappled with the void left by my brother's departure. Uncle Howdy, the laughter, the joy became my coping mechanism, a mask to shield the world from the torment within but beneath the surface, Wormwood emerged. A darker, yes, he does. more insidious force born from the depths of my subconscious. Bodala's yearned for acceptance. Uncle Howdy found comfort and laughter and pain. Wormwood revels in the shadows, waiting to dawn his presence. Three distinct entities wrestling for control within this fractured mind, each struggling to define its place in the narrative. In the recent videos, as Bray's influence loomed from the afterlife, I found myself lost in the dichotomy. Uncle Howdy assumed the guys of Bray to maintain a semblance of normalcy, but Wormwood lurked in the shadows, waiting for its moment to seize control. So, when I speak of Bray guiding me, it is not merely a metaphor. It is a journey through the labyrinth of the self, where the echoes of the departed shape the narrative. When I return, it won't be as Bo Dallas or Uncle Howdy. I, Taylor Rotunda, won't be alone. Wormwood will be a convergence, a synthesis of the fractured whole. Bray Wyatt guides me in my mind from the afterlife, a silent puppeteer orchestrating the grand spectacle. He's in my head. The stage is set, the shadows are cast, and when I emerge, the world will shudder at the revelation. You thought I was a joke, a punchline in the grand comedy of life. But when I return, it will be you becomes the punchline. The laughter will fade, replaced by the cold realization that the true darkness resides within. Oh, my dear fireflies, the fun has only just begun. Follow the darkness, for wormwood shall rise, and the world will tremble at the echoes of our legacy. So that's one. Okay, that. First wow. of all, he sounds exactly like Bray, which is awesome. That's one. That, that's that's very interesting. Oh, it gets better. But but hang on. See, the thing is, and I know everybody called it, and I mean, we pretty much knew from the start, but he just would. He confirmed wholeheartedly that he was Uncle Howdy. Yeah. 
I mean, I mean we, we kind of figured that's who it was, but I mean, it, at least he finally come out and said he was. So that's kind of. But here's the thing: these videos were literally just posted within like a month ago. Yeah, but but what I'm saying is the fact that he just come out and said, "Hey, I was Uncle Howard." Yeah, it is real. It is real, Sundance. Because it's on his Instagram, and it's on his social medias. Um, But I will be glad to see him come back, honestly. But, wait till I play the other ones. Go ahead. Alright, go ahead. It's been quite some time since we've had a little chat, hasn't it? Now I know you've been wondering about a certain someone, someone you all thought I lied about. The one and only Alexa Bliss. Oh, I can sense the skepticism in the air. You doubted me. You doubted the words oh. that I spoke. But let me make one thing clear, my dear Fireflies. I never lied. Alexa Bliss didn't make a return at the Royal Rumble because she felt the time wasn't right. But you, you doubted me. You accused me of being a liar. It's fascinating, isn't it? How quickly you turn on the one who speaks the truth. But this isn't the first time, oh no. But you fools ignore it. Too blind to see the truth. Do you really think a character like Uncle Howdy would tweet? <laughs> Please someone send me his response. He begins again, has done everything to keep released wrestlers' names out there. So none of you would forget. He never stopped caring for my brother when he was released. He helped numerous wrestlers out by doing promos and announcing indie dates so they could put food on their table. His videos would get thousands of views. And thanks to him nagging and bugging, my brother found the passion he once had to come back. If him being labeled fan-made is having a better story than what's currently on TV, then so be it. I'd rather have it written by a fan than it being stolen by Dwayne's writer team. Put the pieces of the puzzle together, fireflies. Begins again has been right all along. They stole his ideas and reshaped them into their own. But what does this have to do with me? You'll see. You'll all see soon enough. And as for those who doubt, those who question, well, they'll come to realize that the darkness always reveals the truth. It's been quite. That's number two. Okay, we're getting Alexa back. That's interesting. Which no. I, I really was expecting her to come back at Rumble. I really was. I know. I think everybody was. And I'm okay. And you know, you know, I'm okay that she did. You know, as she, you know, as he just said, Tom Watton right. And that's okay. But I don't know if the time wasn't right. Building it up, because this next video, it, and again, these these are all in parts. And, Skull, I hope you're able to find the links, because I genuinely want to watch, like, the entire thing. The ne the last video that I have is, um, it says it's part three, so it's literally in the middle of it. And it references Carrion Cross and AOP. So that's how you know it's recent. Here's the last video that I have. 
finds his way with the authors of pain to guide me. I'm still finding the pieces to this never-ending puzzle. I invite you to witness not just a tale, but an awakening. You see, it's not about changing the landscape. It's about embracing the shadows that have long been forgotten. The question everyone is asking, who is in Wyatt 6? This isn't your typical return or debut. It's a reset, a recalibration of the vials we once knew. My return and their debut will have meaning. Not some failed tag team that'll be hiding behind some old man. This isn't about how many catchphrases I can steal of old wrestlers to try and get over. But the real power lies in White Six, a force that transcends the ordinary, seeking something within the very heart of WWE. As you witness these images, remember this is not just a story. It's fate unfolding. A journey into the shadows that have always lingered at the edges of this world. Welcome to the rebirth, where my mind collides with the essence of White Six. Uncle Howdy is no more, nor was he ever anything at all. The journey has just begun. Finds his way with the all. So Uncle Howdy is no more. And Bo Dallas apparently is bringing in the original Wyatt Six idea. I don't know about y'all, but I'm stoked for this. And I don't know where these are posted. It's like I said, I don't know. Tag team hiding behind an old man. Yeah. Referencing the authors of Pain and Paul Ellering. I'm excited for this. I don't know when, again, I don't know where these are posted. Skull, are you still here? Yeah, 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 I looked I on his Twitter and his Instagram, Instagram and there's nothing. Okay, I wonder where they're I wonder where they're So unless he's unless he's got like an account maybe that he made specifically for those. Um so I'm gonna um you know what I mean, after stream I'm gonna dig deeper. I and if you uh, yeah, by all means if you find them or if anybody else can find them. If anybody yeah. else can yeah, after, after if for some reason anybody else can find them, definitely post them in Discord. Um, otherwise, like I said, I'll um, I'm not gonna try. I don't want to try and do it, you know, during the podcast since what we're getting ready to, since we're getting ready to hop into the, you know, other stuff with Lesnar and everything. Um, but I'll definitely do a deep dive. You know what I mean after the podcast, and if I can find them, I will definitely post them in the discord and i'll tag i'll tag everyone i'll post them in like the wwe section and make sure everyone knows that they're there uh razor just said they're all on youtube apparently uh, why am i not surprised YouTube. oh okay yeah i didn't even i didn't even look at youtube and all honestly i just went straight to social to a social media so i didn't didn't even try youtube yet i mean yeah razor if you again guys if you beat us to it if you beat us to it and you find them all or whatever, post them in Discord. Oh yeah, most definitely. Um, yeah, he's been doing them. He's been doing them for months. I'm sure he has because he keeps he keeps referencing the old videos. 
of when. So, uh, I mean, they probably have, you know, they probably have pre-recorded videos of, like, whatever storyline Bray was going to run, obviously, before he passed. So, because he referenced that in one of the videos that I just played. You know, the videos of the afterlife. So, I'm intrigued. I'm definitely intrigued. Especially if we're getting... It makes you wonder now. I hope it gets people talking again. You know, of the original Wyatt Six idea. He's not coming back alone. So, whenever he does, you know, who's going to be with him? Right. And I'm I'm so intrigued for this. I mean, he, like, again, in the last video he I, I played, he referenced AOP, Karrion Cross, Paul Ellering, and, if you caught it, he referenced L.A. Knight. Because he goes, I don't need to steal a bunch of catchphrases to get over and the, reason, the only reason why I say it's L.A. Knight is because everybody thinks that he's like a carbon copy of like, you know, Stone Cold or um, The Rock back in like the Attitude Era. Anyway. Um, I wonder how close he was to actually wrestling himself when he was Uncle Howdy. Yeah, that too. That too. Um, by the way, um, I, I don't mean to keep passing over it, but happy birthday, Hunter. Today's ha uh, Hunter's happy birthday. Hunter says, Skull, how are you? Doing good, Hunter. Doing good. Happy birthday. By the way, again. Um, all right, so let's get into uh, this Lesnar stuff. Hang on just a second. Hang on. What am I hanging on to? <laughs> and whenever we do get into this, um, are we gonna are we gonna let JMO take the lead on this? I mean, I think uh, being I I think he has the he has the article, so I think uh, we'll let him read off. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, because yeah. I think so. I just, I just posted something in Discord. I mean, under WWE, it's the actual videos of the sound clips that Crazy just played. Okay, sweet. Awesome. Um, they, I. I they are right in, back. Um, so, so give me like two seconds. They are in. They are. They're not one whole video. They are different videos themselves. I figured they would be. I figured they would be. But it is now in Discord. Appreciate it. Uh, we'll wait for Skull to get back. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Um, are you okay? Kind of taking the lead on it though. Like, yeah, 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 just, yeah, yeah. You just you gotta, gotta, you just gotta let me get it again. I know. Yeah, I just gotta, I just gotta get back to it. Um, side note, Hunter, what are you doing for your birthday? Anything cool? 
Uh, yeah, yeah. Hat, Hunter, happy birthday. I'm sorry. I was trying to look that stuff up. But yeah, um, yeah, happy birthday for real. Brace yourself. I'm gonna play a sound effect. No! Hunter, this one's for you. Which is weird because I usually don't play sound effects on the podcast, but hey. Special occasion, you know? We got a birthday in the chat, so. Um, so my, I'm just going to scroll up and yeah, yeah, go ahead. So my debut, my, wait, my doubt is if we, let me see, Bo in WWE. And this is like a side quest. I think uh, I don't really doubt that it, uh, that he's gonna come. I think uh, if he gets enough traction on this, they're gonna have to pull the trigger on it and just be like, "All right, what are you uh, you know what are you doing?" Um, As with, with the work that Triple H is doing right now in WWE. It would be it would be stupid not to bring in a character like this, right? Well, not just a character, but it would be stupid not to bring in Bo Dallas again and just to see what he's capable of with the fact that he learned from Bray. You know? Yep. Okay, I'm back, guys. Sorry. And I, and I, I, had, to I had to grab a drink. No, you're oh, you're good. good. I absolutely love. I absolutely love. I mean, obviously they're brothers, but yeah, we got a bow. Um, <laughs> I love the fact that, like, purpose on purpose or not, he sounds just like his brother. The, yeah, yeah, the, the older, older he gets, gets the, the more he does. does. Yeah. 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 And that's going to, and I feel like that's going to make everything even more believable. Oh, that's, uh, that's definitely going to make a world of difference. difference. So, but yeah, we got to believe. Um, all right. Um, okay. Whenever you're ready. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I I kind of I kind of run across this last night um, in a not really a secret Discord thing that I'm in, but it's a it's a group that I'm in on Discord. Um, they are invite only. That no, they're just an invite only thing from another you know from people that. I've been, I've been talking, talking to, to for years, years now. now. Um, Secret Wrestling Society. Yeah, yeah kind of, sort of. Um, JMO's part but, of a cult. <laughs> but, hey, but are you afraid of the dark for wrestling? wrestling? But here's what. <laughs> but here's what's funny about it, though. 
Y'all know everybody that's in it, and I'll 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 tell y'all in VC office stream later. Um. Okay, that can't but, be good. Anyway, go ahead. But no, um, you know, from time to time they will post um things that they find, you know, on Twitter or X or whatever you want to call the platform now, whatever. And this just happened to be one of the articles. One, okay, the article is, it's about Brock Lesnar. Okay, um, before you get started, Jamal, I don't mean to interrupt your train of thought. I don't. I, I, don't. I want to uh, give just a little bit of a backstory to set this article up for anybody that doesn't know. So... Again, we don't. Uh, okay. Long story okay. short, with the recent accusations of WWE and I guess Vince, um, Lesnar is like apparently. I don't know if he's confirmed and or they're just like assuming, and so they're just gonna go with it. But like, I guess Lesnar is like affiliated with these accusations. Okay, number number one, number one, first, you know, first and foremost, just because I'm bringing this up does not mean I want to talk about the Vince accusations. No. So, if anybody's got any kind of opinion on that, you know. Well, and what, 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 what'd you say about the, what, Jay, uh, crazy, what'd you say about Lesnar? That, like, the Lesnar is, like, kind of affiliated with the Vince accusations. Like, he, he's apparently... Oh, he, no, it's not apparently. He is 1,000% tied into it. There's text message proof. Oh, okay. 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 There's text message proof that he was part of the sex trafficking, yes. Okay. But, and then, so, and again, I'm just I'm just trying to set it up for you, Jamal. So, no, that's, with... Yeah, that's fine. With everything said, with that being said, that Lesnar is confirmed um, proof um, cohering with Vince on the sex trafficking, WWE is now in the process of removing Lesnar from history altogether. In oh, WWE. oh, they are definitely trying. So that's gonna. So again, they're giving him the Christian law treatment, more or less. <laughs> more, uh, yeah. yeah, more or less. So uh, that's setting up for anybody that doesn't know. That's setting up what JMO uh, is about to get into. Now, okay. Get this article. Okay. Now, these are just scenarios that could could not have happened. During Lesnar's career in the WWE, being that he would be removed from his if he were completely being removed. Anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Um. Um. Feel free to chime in when uh, once he reads them off, guys. Yeah, yeah, when, yeah. When I read this, I would love to hear an opinion. On what I read, not, again, you know, I don't want to talk about the whole 
the explain because that's I no. It's just, it's just me. I just don't want to talk about it. You know that kind of thing. But anyway, okay. Here are some of the biggest moments that Brock Lesnar was ever involved in. Okay. This is going way back. All right. Does anybody remember when Brock Lesnar was supposed to face Stone Cold for a King of the Ring qualifying match on Raw? And that caused Stone Cold to pretty much say, okay, I'm done. I'm not having any part of it. He walked away for a while. And they brought somebody else in to face Lesnar on that Raw, and Lesnar went on to win the King of the Ring. Ray I mean, I'm just wondering. Yeah, okay. Does anybody remember that scenario? Okay. If, you know, now. Okay, so what's weird about that is if Lesnar wouldn't have been there, would that have meant that Stone Cold never left and never walked out of WWE? And could Stone Cold have been a two-time King of the Ring winner? Not that it, and I guess it's maybe, never happened. Maybe, and uh, maybe it doesn't matter. But like, what? And uh, who was the final? Was it Lesnar? Uh, like, uh, who did Lesnar beat to become King of the Ring? And, and maybe, and we might not have to dive that deep into it. But hang on, let me look. Let let me let me look at that. No. I mean, in, in the meantime, but like, uh, Kickstand says most likely. Uh, um, let's, let's see. He face. Stone Cold said he didn't think Brock. Proved himself, proved himself hey, enough at the time. See, the, no, okay, actually, actually what Stone Cold said was that he didn't mind facing Brock Lesnar, but it should have been more of a build-up to the match than just advertise that day and then all of a sudden have a match. He he felt that he had earned a build-up to it and that for a match against Brock because, you know, Brock was just dominating everybody at the time that he felt them two should have had, you know, more of a build-up than just, oh, well, this match is happening tonight and this is how it's going to be. And Stone Cold, he said that 
he would have done the job for Brock. That's not the issue. He'll he'll lose to anybody if it makes sense. This didn't make sense to just come in. You're losing. That's it. It's done. Now, so that's why that's why Austin walked out because he didn't agree with the reasoning behind it. And I just looked it up, and Brock Lesnar beat RVD in the finals. Okay. So, would it have been Stone Cold, two-time King of the Ring, or would RVD have beat Stone Cold to be King of the Ring? I think it probably would have been Stone Cold. Skull. I was. I'm gonna go out there and say I think it would have been RVD. I wonder what. Call me crazy, but I I think I think it would have I think it would have helped RVD's career. I wonder what they would have done with it though. A lot. One one of the very few times that anybody ever won the king of the ring that it didn't do anything for them was uh mabel because that that was that was a terrible idea well and my here's one of my questions um had lesnar not been in it would we have definitely gotten rvd in the final you know what i mean on that too so yeah more than likely yes i would i would say okay. yes to that because oh, RVD, dude, RVD was just—he was so good back then. So yeah, I kind of changed my mind. Actually, I, I would probably go with RVD because was—I can't remember—was ECW around then? Was that that wasn't like the invasion angle yet, was it? Uh, it was uh. Probably it was invasion angle because that was old three. It was oh two. Oh, okay. uh, the invasion angle was oh one, actually. Okay, so it was after ECW and WCW. More yeah, or less died. And yeah, they, and they did. Yeah, but that, that's they were kind of pushing RVD at that time too, though. So they were. Okay. So, but, yeah, but yeah, I think it would have really helped his career. For him to get the king of the ring, I would have been, and I would have loved to see what RV like King RVD. Yeah, I'd love to see what the hell that character even would have been. I mean, now, yeah, they gave RVD a huge push anyway, but. If he would have won King of the Ring, it would have been a lot faster. Yeah. But again, like, anytime somebody be uh, becomes King of the Ring, yeah, it's a push, but it's like, it's a character change, too. And that's why I wonder, like, what the hell King of the Ring, or King RVD would have been. See, I don't, I don't think that RVD would have 
changed his character at all. I really don't. I mean, it is RVD. He'd be like, oh, I won? Cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool. So, right. but that's, that's one scenario. Yeah, what's the next one? Okay, now, the... Now, if Stone Cold would have won the King of the Ring that year, that would have put him going to SummerSlam 02 because Brock, whenever he won the King of the Ring, he went on to SummerSlam 02 and Brock faced The Rock. And beat The Rock for the title. Mm -hmm. So if Stone Cold would have won it, he would have faced The Rock again. Austin would have won the title. And then faced Kurt Angle at Armageddon 02. But then didn't they, didn't Rock and Austin face each other again at, at Mania 03? When uh, when was the two back to back manias between Rock and Austin? Sixteen and seventeen. Was that what it was? Why did I think it was a lot later? Uh, like around that time. Uh. -uh. Okay, never mind. Because. See, WrestleMania 04 is actually WrestleMania. 20. Okay. No, that's fine. So, uh, so yeah, it, and then Austin would have dropped it to Kurt Angle at Armageddon, and Angle would still been champion at WrestleMania 19. Okay, so that's one scenario. Next scenario is the 2003 Royal Rumble. Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar won the 03 Rumble. Brock Lesnar, huh? No, Brock Lesnar eliminated the Undertaker to win the match, but Undertaker eliminated Kane. So if Brock wasn't in that match, Undertaker would have won the 03 Rumble. Mm -hmm. Which would have put the Undertaker facing Kurt Angle to WrestleMania 19. Who did, Dude, uh, who did, Taker, uh, who did Taker face instead? At 19... Uh, Rick... Flair, I believe. I think that was too, because that was Flair's like resurgence, or kind of or Taker, yeah, yeah. Taker's motivation to try to get Flair back into the into the game. And the Undertaker would have the Undertaker would have won the title from Kurt Angle, one because it would have continued the streak, and two. Brock beat Angle for the title, and Brock held it for a while. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, so WrestleMania 19, Undertaker took on Big Show and A Train. That's right, because he was supposed to have Nathan uh, Nathan Jones as his partner. Thank you. I appreciate that. Not a problem. Oh man. I, so okay. So. Eighteen. Okay. Might have been. Okay. I. Oh holy crap! Wow. See. Okay. See the reason I forgot about that match is because it was so bad. That handicap supposed to be tag team match. It was horrible. Yeah, 18, 18 was Flair because 19 was the handicap, and then 20 was um, Kane. Yeah, him coming back as the dead man for Kane. Yep, yep. See, that, as I said, I totally forgot about the handicap tag match, whatever. But no, the Undertaker would have got the title. It says holds the championship to 03, where he drops it back to Angle. So, but yeah, could could you imagine the Undertaker winning the 03 Rumble? I think it would have been amazing. That might be uh, that also might be the Undertaker mark in me, but you know, I would have been okay with it because back during back during 03, he was. Kind of biker taker. Yeah. He was big evil taker. What? No, big evil didn't come out until like 05 or 06. It couldn't have been because big evil at WrestleMania 20, he returned as the dead man. You but he, yeah, yeah, but he, he done a hybrid. Just after that. Between Biker and Deadman. I don't think so. Because I think once he came back as the Deadman, he was the Deadman until the end of his career. When was Big Evil? Big Evil, I believe, was old 03. Oh two, oh three. Because oh one, he came back as American badass. Yeah, when he when he got buried alive, he went out as big evil. Yep. Okay. 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 So it was. Okay. Oh one to oh three was. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. So. I mean, I mean, so, so what, what would y'all, I mean, what, what does everybody think about the Undertaker winning the 03 Rumble? I would have been okay with it, but I don't know if he would have been. Yeah, yeah, I would have been okay with it too. Uh, Sundance, I'm, I'm actually getting to that. Just, it's, it's farther down the list. So, okay, now. Also... If Brock was no longer there, what does that mean for WWE Here Comes the Pain video game because Brock wouldn't have been the cover star? 
it would have been Kurt Angle. Well, and would it have would it have been called Here Comes the Pain? Well, because, because that that, uh, that was named after Lesnar. Yeah, I know. Yep. Yeah, I know. I mean, what I mean, what would it have been? The only thing is, though, hold on. Okay, hold on. What? Because when did Here Comes the Pain come out? A one year. Could have been a one. No, hang on. Oh, look, hang on. Hang on, oh. let me look. Actually, that would have been 03, actually. Because that was the time frame when the games came out in, like, October. That would have probably been 03. October 27th, 2003. So, yeah. and then the reason why I'm asking that is because that would it, uh, would it have been Kurt Angle? Because when did Kurt Angle go to TNA? What I what it just show it just says here holds the championship until SummerSlam 03, where he drops it back to angle so the timeline is fixed to reality once again. So SummerSlam was in August. Yeah, I know. Of 03. But again, when did uh, when did Angle go to TNA? Oh six. Oh okay. Uh, I was only gonna say because if it was like immediately oh four, then I don't think they would put Angle on the cover and then just six months. Well, later, and who's like? Company. And who's to say that it would have been Angle on the cover? Right. Right. Yeah. Oh, I'm just I'm just throwing you know this out. So yeah. No, this I know. I know. I'm just like because like. It, you're right. Definitely, you're, you know what I mean? What, who would have been on the cover and what would the name of it have been? Here would have been... Here's, no, 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 no. Here, here's a thought. Yeah. Shut your mouth. He was on the cover of Shut Your Mouth, too. Yeah, but he was on there with some other people, too. Yeah, I know. WWE Smackdown, Light Sheet, and Steel? <laughs> WWE SmackDown Latino Heat. <laughs> hang on, hang on. What? I would have been okay with that. Absolutely. WWE SmackDown. Who's next? <laughs> no, hang on. WWE SmackDown Big Evil. Put the Undertaker on the cover by himself. He's never been a solo cover star. I know, and I just, I just thought about that. Yeah. WWE Big Evil Undertaker on the cover. I need to, I need to do some fucking Photoshop now. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I need to do some fucking Photoshop now. Oh Lord, yeah. Hmm. Okay. I mean, um, let's see. What? All right, next one. Next particular scenario is. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Next particular scenario is... Wait, wait, wait. Hang on a second. Hang on. I got to say something. If you, the thing, though, with The Undertaker putting him on there, it wouldn't have made sense because... Um, 
if they would have kept with the storyline around the time the game came out is around the time that the big evil character got buried alive. So would they have wanted to have him as big evil on the cover knowing he was getting ready to switch back to the dead man? Well, hold on. He was buried alive in November. Yeah, so a, well, a month after the game came out. You know what I mean? So, like, would you want to do that? More than likely because everybody... A lot of people enjoyed that big evil character. So I think a lot of people would have bought it anyway. I think they would have too, but I think it was, if I'm not mistaken, and I could be wrong, but I think the whole Buried Alive storyline was actually Taker's idea. Oh, he needed... No, it was, it was, because he wanted to go back, he wanted to go back to the dead man, so... And he was was wore out and he needed to heal. Yeah, oh, he, he needed another surgery. Yeah. Well, and what a lot of people don't realize, too, when he came back as the dead man, he came back as a different style of the dead man because he kept a hybrid of the big evil American badass character with how he performed in the ring with the boxing and the, you know, MMA-type style stuff, too. So, well, hey... Uh, he was also able to move a lot better than what he used to whenever yep. he come back to This big man's going to fly. <laughs> I mean, he's the only man. He was, I don't care what anybody else says. I'm going to say it right here, right now. Taker is the, probably the first man that I know of. Of a guy over like six foot eight to fly over the top rope. Before, you know, Keith Lee, Dijak, Taker's a ground barrier. Oh, absolutely. Anyway, next. Next scenario is who would have come out to um where's that who would have come out to confront Cena after WrestleMania 28 on Raw yeah that's a fast forward you go from 04 to like 16 15 well that's probably how long he was gone though um, <laughs> no, it well he did I mean, he didn't do a whole lot between there, so. Well, he did MMA, and. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, there you go. Yeah, that, that's what, that's why we've got such, yeah, that's why we've got such a big jump there. Well, I mean, hell, even that, how, how would, how would, how would the UFC had been, you know, like, we could even go into that, we could deep dive into that, how would the UFC have been different? What, say, Frank Mir wouldn't have Frank Mir wouldn't have gotten his ass beat. Dude, I love Razor's answer. Who would have came out to confront John Cena? Razor goes, dude, love. <laughs> oh Fuck yeah, Razor, let's go. And skull and skull. Randy Randy Couture wasn't have got a skull crashed in either. Yeah. That's all, that was gonna be the next thing I was gonna say, yeah. Yeah, Randy Couture wouldn't got his fucking shit rocked on almost killed. 
I do remember that return though. So yeah, who would? So yeah, who would have come out for that? I mean, honestly, good question. Because what? Again, what year was that? <laughs> WrestleMania twenty eight. So twelve years ago. Twelve. So, 2012, yeah. I mean, let's see, Punk was still in it. I mean, it could have been anybody. It could have been anybody from the active roster, really. Yeah, but I mean, I mean what it's, it the had... main, it's the it's the Raw after Mania. Literally, anybody could have. Yeah. Hell, dude, love could have. <laughs> Well, I'm thinking, let, let's say, let's say if it was a return, um, and I'm just saying, I'm because I mean, we're talking anybody, who's to say it would have been Goldberg? I mean, just stop and think for a second, just stop and think for a second if they would have, you know, if they would have brought Goldberg in against Cena. Like, in all honesty, stop and think about that for a second. Like, I'm not saying, like, it would definitely would have been, but, like, Razor's doubling. Like, he's ten toes down on Dude Love right now. Yeah. I, I'm not saying I want to see it, because I don't. But I'm honestly kind of surprised we never got Goldberg and Cena. I mean, granted, Goldberg probably would have torn the man in half, but at the same time, Cena's not a small dude. Dude. Uh... <laughs> so, so, but, but yeah, that... That would have been a very interesting year for Cena. Because, it would have been. Because right. that time, Lesnar just absolutely dominated him. Was that the same year? Oh, hold on. Was 2012? No. Never mind. Never mind. Because 2012 wasn't the same year. Like, was that... I know the, uh, that Raw after Mania, that was the, that was the storyline, I believe, that, like, the following year, it was seen on Rock, wasn't it? 29? They faced each other 28 and 29. So, Yeah. Well, and here's my question, because we're since we're in the 2012 thing, um, quite possibly, JMO, is the storyline with Triple H, or is that in the notes? No. Remember SummerSlam of 2012? Lesnar took on Triple H in the uh, notice qualification match because Lesnar like took out Vince and Shane and tried to take out Stephanie and Triple H beat the ever-loving fucking piss out of him in the no-DQ match? 
And ain't that ain't that the time that Lesnar broke his arm? I don't remember. I, I it's know. The it's well, the same yeah, story I think in kayfabe because that that's that's when Triple H hit Lesnar so fucking hard in the stomach that Lesnar was actually screaming bloody murder in pain because of how sensitive his stomach was because of the surgery that he had. And Triple H rocked his shit in the stomach, and Lesnar actually like started fucking crying during the match. So, but okay, so yeah, I, yeah, hmm, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, where would where would that storyline have went? Would they have done something completely different, or would they have replaced him there? Yeah, um, that's another. Now they no. Go ahead, uh, Razor. To answer your question, as far as we know, yes, he's getting basically the Benoit treatment. Yeah. Of... Yep. He'll be, and I guess he'll probably still obviously be in the archives, but his name won't be mentioned. Um. In yeah, it'll be like, or anything yeah, like that. it'll be like right now, like if you go into like WWE Network or Peacock, depending on what you have, how they've got Benoit right now, and that's what they would do with Lesnar. Mm-hmm. So like his name won't be mentioned. Um, and the thing is, any of the still images won't have him on it. Like, you know what I mean? Like the, the uh, thumbnails won't have his likeness like he he just won't be like he'll obviously still be in the episode and everything clearly but like they won't post his name or his picture or anything i mean it's very similar to wwe um 2k24 they already removed lesnar on the 40 years of wrestlemania edition and they replaced him with Cena. Yep. yep so same uh, same type of scenario that they're just gonna and uh, what's dumb about that too when we were talking about this and Jamo will let you continue in a second and what's dumb about this is like how do you when if somebody wants to become a wrestling fan and you tell them oh hey go back and watch like the uh, you know the attitude era or the ruthless aggression era and you know you can't i mean obviously you can but you know you can't really mention lesnar i mean again you can but you can't so hey um not to interrupt sorry i will be right back i gotta go to the bathroom really quick yeah you're good i just want to let you guys know you got obviously you guys can continue and then i'll kind of catch up whenever i get back okay Brock Lesnar is still on the list. Okay. Wow. Again, they're in the process of doing it. And I mean, there's a lot of history there. So. All right, what's the next uh, next scenario? Yeah, really, really quick. Let me, let me say this really quick. Um, Because I actually do want to make a comment on that. Um, You saying like, what do you do? Like when you want to get somebody into wrestling with the whole, you know, Lesnar being quote unquote erased. I'm sorry, sorry. if if someone someone comes to me and says, hey, I want to, you know, get into wrestling, what are some matches? Dude, Dude, I've got five, I've got five five Chris Benoit matches that I would beg them to watch. I don't give a damn. You know what I mean? I don't give a damn. I'm still going to say, hey, here's five Chris Benoit matches. I know what he did is fucked up, but he is still one of, he is still the greatest technical wrestler in professional wrestling history. Fuck Daniel Bryan. I don't care. Chris Benoit 
is no one was better than him at what he did. I'm sorry, I don't care. Um, I mean, Paul Heyman said it on that inside the ropes thing. Um, you know what I mean? So one of the greatest, like, one of the greatest performers he's seen, and he and yeah, so like. I don't, I don't care. care. Like, like, go, go ahead, ahead, give Lesnar the Crispin Watch Crispin Watch treatment. Do whatever you have to do. But for me, if someone comes to me and says, "Hey, I want to get into professional wrestling. Give me, you know, X amount of matches to watch. I've got five Crispin Wall matches. I obviously not. You know, I mean, probably not tell him to watch all five. But like, I got five that I can think of for Benoit, and I've got multiple for Lesnar that I can think of. And I don't give a damn. I'm still gonna do it because one of the Lesnar ones that I would say to watch, regardless of him screwing it up, is Lesnar and Angle. When Lesnar, even though Lesnar does that shooting star press and knocks himself fucking loopy, that match was still unfucking believable aside from that one spot. Yep. Say, okay, the that is one match that I would say watch definitely. The issue with that shooting star press is Kurt was too far out. Yeah. That's all that was. Kurt was just too far away, and Lesnar just come Yes, yep. That's that's actually one of the matches that I would even recommend is the Lesnar versus Benoit. Yeah. And an, and another another Lesnar match, Lesnar and Eddie Guerrero at No Mercy in 04. No way out. Yeah. Yep. No way out in 04. Um, Eddie Guerrero and Lesnar for the title. A Crispin Wallwin. WrestleMania. Crispin Wall. Triple H and HBK. Triple threat. Yeah. So, all right. Yeah. Okay. I'll be right back. Yeah. Yeah. But, okay. Next scenario is. WrestleMania 30, Brock Lesnar, Undertaker. You know, uh, Undertaker, Undertaker would have probably still been undefeated. And here's my question for you, Crazy, and everybody in chat. Who would he have faced? Well, well, I will I say this, say this I, 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 since, since that's what you brought up, up, I was like, like I'll wait and go to the bathroom. Um, <laughs> I think what would have happened um, is, because, I mean, we've talked about this already, and Undertaker has said it. I think what would have ended up happening is instead of it being Lesnar, I think it would have been Roman, and I think Roman would have been the one to beat the streak. Because, I mean... Like, it, like, that's what, you know what I mean? That's one of the main people that he wanted. So that's what I would have, you know, and that's what I would assume it would have been. Yeah, but see, okay, my question to you is, was Roman ready for that at that time? Then, at that time at WrestleMania 30, I personally don't think so. Okay. And I don't think if I, you, I don't think okay, if was you, either. If okay, that's the issue. If he wasn't ready, and Taker didn't think he was ready at that time, Taker. I don't think Taker. I don't think he would have allowed it. Hmm. I'm trying to think. Then let's see. WrestleMania 30. Let's see here. That was I'm trying to. Th- uh, that was WrestleMania. Yeah. yeah. Um. 
I don't think anybody, I don't think anybody back at WrestleMania 30 even stood a chance. No, I don't think so either. I think it would have been, I think it would have been a win regardless. You, you know what I think I would have done? Because I just pulled up the card. I pulled up the card here. Because um, I, I, I was trying to think of, you know, who all was going, like what all was going on back then. This is what I would have done. I would have, I would have changed one match. I would have changed one match because obviously, you know, if, Le if Lesnar and Taker wouldn't have happened, this is the match that I would have changed. John Cena would not have beat Bray Wyatt. I would have had Bray Wyatt versus Undertaker. But see, the thing about it is, Bray Wyatt faced Undertaker at 31. Okay, so like we would have just changed all that. <laughs> Screw it. You know what I mean? Like, because obviously, like, I mean, if we're changing stuff because of, you know, Lesnar not being there, who's to say it just doesn't alter a bunch of stuff? So, you know, see what I'm saying? So, like, that, that's how I would have done it. Wait, 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 wait. The time continuum has been changed. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm wrong. I'm wrong on that one. I'm wrong on that one. I think wasn't it 32? Undertaker faced. Hang on. Undertaker faced CM Punk at 31. He faced Bray Wyatt at 32. I'm wrong. So yeah, that that's kind of one idea that I would have done. Yeah. But again, but again. The, uh, the idea of this whole list or the scenario is to think that Brock wasn't there, so it's going to alter literally everything. Everything, yeah. So, so I would have yeah. possibly, I would have possibly just moved everything up, move okay. it up a year. So thirty that probably would have been Punk, thirty-one uh, Wyatt, thirty-two. Three. Uh, yeah, 33, uh, 33, I believe, was a squash match with Cena. I think. It Has it been that long? 34. No, 35 was... Oh, my God. It's so weird to think that we're on 40. I'm... Wow, 30, okay. Uh, 35, I... Why do I feel like 35... Okay, okay, so, so in, okay, okay, moving, moving everything, everything up, up a year. year. See, okay, okay wait, a wait a minute. No, 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 no you couldn't have done that. You couldn't have done that. Why? Because 31 is when Undertaker faced CM Punk because that's when Paul Bearer passed away. And they run that storyline. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that, and I I do remember that Taker. Taker was actually kind of. He was iffy on it, and then. The only Punk, reason Punk didn't want to do that storyline. Punk has well, said in interviews that he didn't want to do that storyline. Yeah, yeah, he he, he, thought, he thought he thought it was, he thought it was really he thought it was a really bad taste for some of the some of the some of the comments and promos and everything that he had to do. Mm -hmm. Okay, I don't know who would have faced him at thirty. 
Hang on. So 31. Hang on. Skull just said 31 was Bray. So 32 would have been CM Punk. Okay. Thirty two was Shane. Okay. Thirty two was the sale man. Why do uh, so, so okay, nine, so, so hold on. Thirty three was Roman. Twenty nine was CM Punk. Okay. Okay. So we okay, we could have kept that then. Yeah, so again, I would have moved everything up a year. Okay, okay, that's, that's fair. fair. That's that's, that's fair. Because so yeah, thirty well, would have been. Well, by by thirty two, I think Roman was ready. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, so thirty two, thirty, yeah, thirty two uh, streak would have been ended. So then that would have been what twenty four? Because I I still believe. I still believe that the streak should have gone to like 24. And that would have been right because 30 would have been 22. 31 would have been yeah. 23. Yeah. 33. Like, and so, again, health wise, he probably didn't have it in him. I, just as a fan, I was hoping it would go to 25 because then it was, you know, 25. And you know what I mean? Like, imagine the selling the products that WWE could have sold if you yeah. made it to 25. Yeah, a quarter of a century. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They could have gone ape shit. I mean, what they, is, they, they on, still kind of did once, uh, once the streak ended, but. You know, what is. Hang on. What is. 25 silver huh there's a there they they do a different you know like for like a 25th anniversary or something it's like silver 50 is gold you know so there's you could you imagine the merchandise that they could have sold for 25 years out of silver. Mm -hmm. And had I had the money, I would have bought everything. Everything that I could. Yeah. Everything that I could and that wall would not be rock. It would be taker. Just saying. So. All right, next scenario. What do you got? Uh, let me go back to it. <clears throat> All right, give me a second. Um, okay, here, here we go. Interesting. Um, Cena would have never got squashed at uh, SummerSlam 2014, and his reign as double champion would have continued. And suple uh, thus, Suplex City wouldn't have been born. Yes. So who would have yeah, who would have seen a face? What year was that again? Oh, 20... 2014. 14. 
see SummerSlam. So Punk was out by then. Um, and and the question, the, also the question is, who would have seen a face? And see I know it, it seems. Huh? <laughs> I see what you did there, Kickstand. Who didn't Brock beat? Okay, but here's the question, though. If, you know, who would have faced Cena? And I know it says that Cena's reign would have continued. Would Cena still have won the match, depending on who he faced? What I missed? SummerSlam okay. 2014. Well, Suplex. Yeah. Cena, Cena gets squashed. Okay. If Lesnar's if not there, Cena doesn't get squashed, and it says he continues his reign as champion. But it also depends on who would he face and would he still have lost that match? Good question. Well, hold on. Because what was... Because he was double champion then. Because what was the final, uh, the following Mania then? What was, uh, what was 2015 Mania? Because, like, he won, remember, he won coming up. Was I know it's on the list. Like, he won the chamber or something. Let me, let me look. Hang on. Res, uh, WrestleMania 2015? Yeah. Um, 31? Yeah, that was WrestleMania 31. So... So that was Cena. That's when Cena beat Rusev. I have a tank. That was a hell of an entrance, by the way. <clears throat> and everybody underlooks it. Man, the man. And that's when that's when Rollins cashed in on Roman uh, yeah, and the, the, Brock. Yeah, the heist of the century. So, so, fate now fate that would have also changed the heist of the century. <clears throat> Yeah, that would have also changed Seth Rollins' cash in. That's interesting. I don't know who he would have faced. Yeah, see, that's another thing. Who would have Roman faced? Cena, probably if he won, uh, if he would have won at SummerSlam. And would and would Rollins have pinned Cena? Probably. So what I and that's what I would probably book it. I mean Seth Rollins, uh, Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, and Cena. You don't really get much bigger than that. Yeah. So. I yeah I think I would have I I think what I probably would have done. What I probably would have done is regardless of who Cena faced, and who's to say. That the roles wouldn't have been reversed. Cena gets the squash match. Well, also, what I mentioned just what. Okay, see, here's the thing. 
Yeah, Brock just completely squashed him in that match. But what if whoever faced Cena didn't just, you know, if he didn't just beat him like Brock did, but he actually won the match? So he would have, so whoever Cena faced in that match, other than Brock, could have went to Mania. And who would y'all put in there besides Cena and Brock? Oh, God. Good question. Yeah. Yeah. And who would, yeah, and that's what I meant. Who would Roman have faced for Seth to come down? Yeah. Again, I would say Cena. If it's not Cena. If Cena loses that match, that's what I'm saying. Cena, Cena has to lose that match against whoever replaces Brock Lesnar. Probably Dean Ambrose at the time. Dane Ambrose versus Roman Reigns, and then Seth Rollins comes in for that a Shield Mania. Oh, good. Yeah, I, I mean, I would honestly be okay with that. You're welcome. Because I think that would lead to, because you know, what I mean, if they did something like that, would would Mox have ever left? You know what I mean? How would that have affected Mox? Would he have ever left WWE to go to AEW? I would say yes because WWE would have figured out some way to screw his character up like they did. Still? Okay. Yes. Yeah, but that's, that's 2014, 2015. AEW didn't start until 2019. They still had time to they still had time to ruin his character. No. <laughs> okay. Hold on. That, I, I, have a, I have a quick question. Go ahead. It's on this Brock Lesnar thing. Because SummerSlam 2014 was Suplex City. When was the match? Because I, I I don't think it's even on this list. When was the match? Unless it was before SummerSlam where Cena beat Brock. In the no DQ match, yeah, and Cena, uh, where he hit him with the steps, yeah. Because when was that? After, was it? So I believe so. That would alter. Uh, so regardless of whoever, because okay, so how much? How much after? Was that seventeen, eighteen? Yeah, 2017, 2018. Wait, wasn't... Hold on. Hold on. Wasn't Suplex City at Night of Champions? Not SummerSlam? I remember... I remember Lesnar and SummerSlam, but one of them... It's either 2014 or 2017 with Suplex City. Yeah, I don't remember. I I know. I I do know one of them. I know we're getting close. I know we're getting close to like my favorite one that we discussed last night at the heist of the century that would have that would have happened if Lesnar wouldn't have been there. So I can't wait for us to discuss that one. But I think we're getting close. 
might be the next one. Hang on. Hang on, hang on. Hang on for me. Yeah, you're, uh, it's all right. So SummerSlam 2014 was Suplex City, Red? In 2014, Lesnar decimated John Cena with 16. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I could have swore it was a, it was a night of champions. Because I think, uh, ironically, I think Night of Champions was around that time as well, I feel like. I feel like Night of Champions was like September or something. Right in between SummerSlam and Survivor Series. I feel like, I don't remember. Anyway, go ahead. Alright, next, next one is you know we talked about it earlier here comes the pain mm -hmm. brock lesnar was also on the cover of 2k17 arguably the best 2k cover that they ever made Our so wrestling shows who, I, I think Punk was better. Punk's, so, uh, Punk's again, was dope. Again, Punk's was awesome. Again, again, if Brock wasn't on that cover, who would it have been? Um, who else was hot that year? Because they, hey, you gotta, uh, you gotta also remember. What year was that? Seventeen. Let's see here. I'm trying yeah, to so think. The game, uh, the game came out in 2016, I guess. This this particular article says, "What about Dean Ambrose?" Well, see, and the other thing is too. You got what about what about the entire Shield or all of New Day? All of Shield would have been okay. Maddie says, "Miss." Miz would have been an interest dude. The fact that Miz hasn't had the grace of a cover star is baffling to me. Like him, right, or, yeah, hate, no, uh, Miz, like him or hate yeah. him, the guy deserves to be on the cover, or at least oh, a no, special edition or something. Is he? Hang on. Is. I haven't really looked at it completely. Is the Miz on the 40-year Mania cover? No, he's not. Okay. Nope. No, he's not. He should be. I think he should. I think he should have his own I mean, cover. I don't even think Orton's on it, which is bullshit. Yeah. Like, I think they should have put him on there worse. Uh, like, because Cena was on there, but he was smaller. I think they should have left Cena where he was at and put Orton there. Or at least if they fucking moved Cena and made Cena big, put Orton where Cena was. 
Like, the fact that Orton's not on there, I think, is bullshit. Well, okay, 26... Well, hold on. 2016. So, 20, uh, 2K2017 came out in 2016, because they always do the year before. Damn it, Maddie! No, not Ryback. Damn you. Damn you, Maddie. But, no. here, uh, but here's the other thing that you guys got to remember. We uh, we ask, and I I still have the game, and I'm I would pull it out, but I don't want to. Right. I don't want to stall. And I don't want to stall the podcast. Um, back in those games, like uh, from two K when uh, when they literally switched from two K two K fourteen to okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I've just got something interesting. Go ahead. Here's, uh, but here's the, uh, so when those games came out, and I believe it was actually, believe it or not, I believe it was for either 16 or 17, they actually had contests for the wrestling community and they gave you a template, like they gave you the uh, the covers background. They gave you the WWE logo, and they wanted you to submit your own um version of the game cover. Yeah, and the winner, the winner actually got their cover inside the game. Mm-hmm. And at that time, because I, I remember this, um, but again, I don't remember which game it was. It might have been seventeen, but don't hold me uh, hold me on it. But I do remember that the winner. I don't remember. Obviously, I don't know who the winner was, but I do remember that the winner was actually Daniel Bryan. Because that was like the peak of the yes, uh, whatever uh, whatever game contest it was, it was the peak of the uh, of the yes movement. I remember that it was two K fourteen. Yeah, yep, okay. that makes sense because two K fourteen was the first game that they switched over to two K. Thirteen was the last THQ, and thirteen thirteen was Punk. 12 was Orton. Okay, here's something very interesting that we were just talking about, okay? Mm -hmm. And you know me, I'm going to look it up just to, because I could have wore that um, uh, Miz had been on the cover of a game. And he wasn't, but okay. He, uh, bull crap. Yes, he was. No, he wasn't. Miz has been on the cover of a game. Miz was on the cover of SmackDown versus Raw 2011. Cena was in the middle. Big Show was on one side. Miz was on the other because Miz was champion. 
okay, but that, that, yeah, I guess that kind of counts, but we're talking about, like, a solo star. Also, the SmackDown vs. Raw games, they put, like, ten people on the cover. <laughs> just very subtly. Yeah, yeah, but the, the but, but it's, it's just, just cool that he was there. Yeah. Oh my god, the chat is saying Doink the Clone should have been a cover star. What's going on, Mythical? Emmy, welcome in. What's going on, guys? Welcome into the podcast. So, okay, so that's... That's, okay. So, next up... And this has to be the biggest one on the list. If is it the one that I've been waiting for? Is it the one that I've been waiting for? I hope so. Maybe. <laughs> if Brock wouldn't have been there, Mustafa Ali would have won yep. the 2019 Men's Money in the Bank match. Yep, the big, the heist of the century. Yep, that. Yeah. Oh my God, Mustafa Ali would have won it. Oh, yep, that. Yes. Because remember, Mustafa Ali was up there. Brock come down the ramp out of nowhere. He literally could have unhooked it. Like he literally just had to sit there and just like free, like like he was frozen in fear because he literally still could have unhooked it and won. Like. Yeah. So, so the fact that, yeah, all Brock did was come down there, push him off, reach up, grab it. So, um, yeah, if Brock wouldn't have come down for that, Mustafa Ali would have, could have cashed in thumb tie, and we wouldn't have got the, we wouldn't have got the dancer Brock. And here's my question for you. Here's my question for you on that one. Hang on, crazy. Let me ask this question. Hang on. My question is: Had Mustafa Ali won, would they have allowed Mustafa Ali to cash in and successfully cash in, or would he have been one of the ones that would have cashed in and failed? What do you guys think? Unfortunately, he probably he probably wouldn't have been a successful cash in. Okay. They didn't believe in him from day one, unfortunately. Triple H did, but nobody else did. I'm going to possibly say he would have won it and then instantly lost it somehow because before Mustafa Ali got hurt, he was the one that was supposed to win the elimination chamber that Kofi Kingston won. Mm-hmm. And, Co- and and Mustafa Ali would have probably faced Daniel Bryan. Yeah. I I don't think he if they would have st- uh, stuck with that storyline, it wouldn't have made any sense for Ali to win it. To win the money in the bank. Well, I know I, I, I know that. But I'm saying, I think Mustafa Ali, I think Ali 
would have won the won the case, cashed in, and won the title somehow. I'm not I'm not saying continue on with you know him winning the chamber or whatever, but he was supposed to mm-hmm. at that time. So we would have had to change something up. Damn it, Maddie! You and Ryback, yes, you sick fuck. <laughs> what is up with you and Ryback today? <laughs> Damn but, you, Maddie's but, hungry, you know, I guess. But you know, maybe I, I, I would say that Ali would have got the case, cashed it in, probably won. You know, mythical goes cry back. <laughs> so yeah, I, I would yeah, um, skull yeah, I would say he would have won it. And I don't think he would have. I I don't think he would have. I don't think he would have had a successful cash in, but it would have jolted his career. The fact that he is a money in the bank winner and he would have got a push. Right. I think he would have been like I don't think he would have been like screwed in the cash in. I think he just would have ca- I think he would have just cashed in. And right. Yeah, see I'm I'm on the fi- I'm on the fence about it. Like I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't know what they would have done. Like in all honesty, I really don't. Um just and the reason I say that is just because like they were so hit and miss with him. And like, you know what I mean? At one minute they were high on him and loved him, then the next minute they, you know, just didn't do anything with him, and then they were high on him. Like, they were so hot and cold with him that it's just, I genuinely don't know what they would have done if he, you know what I mean? They should Unfortunately. Never, the character that he was before he got injured and taken out by Orton, they should have never dropped that character. Nope. The whole of like you know he comes on with like a glove and his and his hands like glowing and his chest is glowing. They should have never. Done yep. That Almost like like yeah when he when he kind of had I guess you would say I guess the best way to say it when he was kind of like Iron Man, mm-hmm. that kind of like Iron Man style character like superhero character that he had. Yeah. Yeah, they should have never dropped that character. I think had they. Nope. And I'm gonna even go ahead and say it because it's it's. You know, our podcast is watched, supposedly, anyway. Had they not <laughs> dropped that character, he would still be in WWE. And I, he would have been probably... I can agree with that. I think he would have... I, I don't know right now, but he would have been... Uh, he would have been champion in between now and then. Right. Yeah, I can agree with you on that one like a champion and he would have been like an intercontinental or u.s or whatever right yeah jamo what do you think can you agree on that one maybe yeah maybe because and and i don't get it i i get i get that you know you gotta uh, you gotta keep reinventing yourself or whatever add aspects uh, to uh, to keep you relevant but again he got injured like I don't even know if he was necessary. I think he was, but I don't know if he was the same character 
when he got injured that when he was he was hot in the cruiserweight division with the at the time Buddy Murphy. The storyline with Buddy Murphy. Um, I don't remember. Good question. I th- I want to say he was. I want to say he was still the same character, but I don't know. But again, they should have never dropped that character because it worked for him, and everybody was behind him. Yep. So. Um. Yeah. Side note, Where do we go? Bank, on, on the side note on the money in the bank, looking back on it now, as much as I hate to say it, if you didn't see Brock Lesnar coming back in that match, as we always like to say, you're fucking high because it, the money in the bank ad, uh, match was advertised of seven people. But only eight. six was in the match. Yeah. So, yeah. And okay, JMO, where do we go from here? Yeah, what's the next one? Next scenario is Kofi Kingston would have never lost his title on Ooh. the premiere episode of SmackDown on Fox. Oh, yeah. Oh. Which then that still that one still hurts, had... man. That still hurts. Okay, so we're uh, we're obviously playing the game of like what would happen if Brock wasn't in there. I'm just yes. gonna go ahead and say it. If Brock wasn't in there, there wouldn't have been a title match. Kofi would have still been champion. There wouldn't have been a title match. There would have been a, an an appearance, obviously, by the new day, and Kofi still would have been uh, champion. Man. But there would have been there okay. would have been a title match. See, I think there would have been a title match. Only because it was the first SmackDown on Fox and they needed something to kind of elevate that show. Elevate that show. Kofi would have still won. Right. I just, yeah. I just, I just don't know against who. I, I, I disagree. I disagree. The only reason why, again, the only reason why they had the title match is because it's Brock Lesnar and it's a draw. What you probably could have put him, you probably could have put Kofi against Orton, and it would have been a draw. Yeah, but it didn't have to be for the title. Right. I can see where you're both coming from on that one. I just don't like. I don't think that I. I get your reasoning, JMO, that it was the premiere episode of um, of. Of yeah, yeah, no, that that's where I, like I I yeah, that's why I said I can get where you're both coming from. I can get where like I can get where Jamo's coming from on it with you know on Fox and everything like that for sure. But I can also get where you're coming from where like the main reason they did it is just because it was Lesnar. So I can understand both points. So, like if Lesnar wouldn't have been there, would they have done it even though it was the first episode on Fox? Because did they do it? Did they do it specifically because it was the first, you know, show the first episode on Fox, or did they just do it simply because it was Lesnar? And if I remember correctly, wasn't it like the opening match? No, no, sure? I don't think so. Uh, I feel like it was because I feel like that uh, the only reason why, and, and if it wasn't, whatever, but I feel like it was because that was the time frame 
Again, it was heel Brock. It was Heyman. Brock literally did whatever the hell he wanted. So that's why I feel that's like true. it was like the opening match. Okay. Uh, that is a good question. I do not remember. Okay. After that, and that happened October the 4th, 2019. The next thing up is Drew McIntyre would have won the 2022 Men's Royal Rumble. Drew won the Rumble anyway. I think that one might be backwards because Drew won the Rumble anyway. He eliminated Lesnar. He didn't win that match because that's that's the year that he that brought Wick to face Roman at 38 for the unification match. Yeah, but I think that was the year he inserted himself in the in the chamber and literally just broke everybody to get to, that, uh, get to that match. I think 2022, if I, uh, because that's pandemic. Brock Lesnar won it. Oh, yeah, yeah, he won the Rumble, and then for some reason he was in the chamber anyway, or something. Yeah, yeah, Brock, if I remember correctly, Brock, uh, he come down at the chamber and took out Kofi as Kofi was in, as entering. Yep, and then inserted himself, and then, like, literally like his pod opened and then he like broke everything yeah and he had like five eliminations he eliminated literally everybody yeah yeah i remember that because brock actually was at the rumble he was champion and he lost his title to bobby lashley Yeah, and then he inserted himself in the Rumble. Because the last yes. year, I think, was defending the title then. Yes. In the chamber. Yes. And that was when Lashley, quote-unquote, walked out with a, con a concussion. They just wrote him off. Yes. So, and yeah, Drew would have won it that year. Instead of 2020. Hey, I mean, he, he still could have run it both years. Yeah, I know. So that would have made him a two-time Rumble winner. I'd been okay with that. I don't know if I would have, though. So, I don't know. If Drew, so if Drew would have won that, then Drew would have went on to face Roman at WrestleMania 38, and there wouldn't have been a WWE and world title unification match. Well, thanks a lot, Lesnar, you fuckhead. <laughs> so, bro, so, so Roman Brock is the reason why everything is screwed up. Good job. So Roman, so Roman would have only had the SmackDown title. Yeah. And then we went to the World Heavyweight title. 
Sorry, fast forwarding a little bit. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. We went to add the world heavyweight title. We would uh, the titles still would have been split. Hell, the fucking tag titles probably still would have been split. And we wouldn't have a problem. Well, thanks, Brock. Ooh. So, okay, now that's that's pretty much the end of that. Now, I'm going to go back. Thank God he a little bit. Nowhere. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go back a little bit, only because we didn't talk about it yet. It was kind of. It was important, but let, let me finish before y'all go. Oh, my God, I remember that, you know. It was important, but it wasn't as important as title matches and pay-per-views or whatever. Oh, my God, I remember that. Okay, sorry. <laughs> sorry, J-Mo, just yeah. trying to be a smart ass. Crazy. Everybody likes a little ass. Nobody likes a smart ass. And nobody likes a dumbass. Hi. <laughs> but anyway, um, but no, if Brock Lesnar would not have been in the company and he wouldn't have been anywhere around, hmm, who would have faced the big show for the ring to collapse? Oh yeah, you brought that up last night, um, and I I immediately I immediately jumped to Mark Henry when we talked about that last night. I immediately said Mark Henry. Yeah, but I don't know if it would have been Hen because Henry and Show did it at Vengeance like a couple of uh, um a couple of years later or whatever. Yeah, but, yeah, but oh but God. here's my question. Here here's my question. Maddie is literally just pulling all the 80s wrestlers. Earthquake. It would have been Hulk Hogan. <laughs> no, oh, fuck okay, no. Wait. No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. Here's my question. Actually, and Hogan would have exploded into a million pieces. If, okay, wait a minute. Hang on. Hang on. Here, here's my question. I understand the big show needed to be involved in it. That's fine. I'm, I'm perfectly okay with that. If it was Mark Henry and the Big Show to start with, would they have still done it down the line? If, Later. If, if they were smart on the long-term storytelling, yes. They would have done it again. Mm -hmm. Okay. But okay. The other, uh, the other kind of going back to, I guess, the game, who would have uh, who would have faced him instead? If he was around, and I don't remember the storyline around then, I would have put Cena in there. Cena see, big I don't think, I would say no, because I don't believe Cena was big enough. Otis. Oh, he, <laughs> uh, he was for sure big enough. It would have been Otis. <laughs> Otis walked around back then. I know. <laughs> Cena, uh, Cena is absolutely big enough. If Matt, if Maddie can bring up people from the '80s, I can bring up people from the future. They got in the DeLorean and they went 88 miles an hour. Oh my Razor, god! Razor no. still walked in with Dude Love. <laughs> oh my god, Dude Love. Oh my dude god. Love wouldn't have any hips left. <laughs> oh god, I'm gonna die. 
Okay. Oh, hang on. It could have been Rikishi. What about Rikishi? Wait. I'm gonna, fucking, uh, I'm gonna die for the rock. <laughs> I'm I gonna did die for the J-Moil. I don't, I, oh my god. Oh god. I'm literally gonna die. Help. <laughs> okay. I was trying to get a drink when all that happened. Fuck. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Wait a minute. Hang on. We're hey. We are forgetting one major person that could have done this. I'm gonna need mouth to mouth. Someone help. Bailey, stat. <laughs> no, hang on. I've got I've got somebody that y'all are forgetting. Oh, Scholar, are you like legit? Are you okay? No, I'm okay. I'm okay. Okay, good. I got a drink of water when all that happened, so like I fucking it went down the wrong, you know, down the wrong pipe, and I thought I was gonna die, and I shot water up my nose. Oh god! At least it wasn't Mountain Dew. It could have been fucking worse. It could have been Mountain Dew. Thank oh, God. god. <laughs> anyway, okay, who are we forgetting, Jamo? <sighs> the Undertaker. Oh shit! Yeah. What year was that? Let's see. Hold on. That was probably peak. That was probably peak Lesnar. So that probably would have been old. Somewhere between O two. Let me. Uh, hang on. Yeah. Let me. Let me Google it. Hang on. Um. You know what the funny thing is? Um. While you're looking that up, and and of the ring breaking, while you guys are looking that up. I still, like, again, going back to the WWE games, where, like, if you got the collector's edition, they always threw in, like, um, supposedly like, hey, little hey. pieces of, like, say, like, the ring. It was 2003. So, yeah, that would have been, uh, that was peak, here comes the pain, Lesnar. Um... And I think so that was that even when was... Ben, I think 03 was when Lesnar was even cutting his own promos. So if okay, so 03 and that was big evil. Big taker. evil. Yeah. Yep. I could see him doing it then. That probably would have worked because I want to say short yep. after that. Or even before that, Taker got in, like, literally a storyline with Show. Yep. And... Let me, let me double check here. Hang on, let me, let me pull it up. Hang on, while you guys are talking, let me look. I remember... I remember around 01, 02, maybe 03 time... Undertaker was supposed to be mentoring the big show and teaching him how to be a giant. Right here, the Undertaker took a break after Big Show threw him off the stage in the October 24th edition of SmackDown, SmackDown sparking a feud. The Undertaker returned at Royal Rumble in January of 03. He immediately continued his feud with Big Show defeating him by submission at No Way Out with the tri with a triangle choke. A-Train entered the storyline by attempting to attack the Undertaker after the match, but Nathan Jones came to his aid, which obviously then, you know, Big Show and A-Train tagged, you know, handicap match shit. So, it could have worked. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that... 100% could have worked. Hey, you're, you're welcome. Because I think... I think 
Okay, no, so summer of 03, so Taker, Taker wouldn't have been thrown off the off the stage yet, so that could have helped lead up to that. Yeah. So. <clears throat> so, yeah, you're, yeah, everybody's welcome. Or hell, I mean, instead of them, hell, what could have ended up happening, too, instead of him getting thrown off the, you know, off the stage, she was to say they couldn't have used an injury angle at the ring breaking. Uh, that, yep, so, there you go. You know what I mean? The ring breaking could have been used at the injury angle instead of throwing him off the stage. Because I mean, it would like it, it could have worked just as well. What? And he probably wouldn't have been in as much pain, right? As he well, was in by being thrown off the stage. Well, but the other thing is, the uh, the other thing is, I think we're forgetting you guys. When the ring broke, I believe that wrote off Big Show. Because Lesnar was back the uh, the following week, but it could have wrote off both of them. It could have. Yep. And that could have led in. But we also have to remember too. Yeah, it, it might have wrote off Big Show, but we're also having to remember, like we've been saying, Lesnar not being there could have could have changed all the storylines completely. So even though it might have wrote off, you know, Big Show, and that's you know, in that time frame. It not necessarily would have wrote Big Show off this time. See what I'm saying? See what we're saying? So we have to remember that too. But it could have wrote off both of them. And right, then they exactly. Yeah. Up. But hang on. No, it could have wrote off both of them. Then both of them could have come back and blamed each other for their injuries because of the suplex. Yep. You fucking broke the ring. No, you did. <laughs> You're fat ass. <laughs> Hey, no, you, yes, you, yeah. The ref broke it. Uh, no, no, during that time is when the ref just fell out the ring. You done messed up, A-Rod! La who the her? Yeah, that one. But, okay, so there's that one. Now, here's one that's very interesting. Kind of a little more recent. Goldberg wouldn't have come back to face Lesnar at, at uh, Survivor Series. Once again, oh, thanks, shit. Brock. Fuckhead. <laughs> <laughs> there wouldn't have been that storyline there. Oh. Thanks, Brock. You yeah. You done messed up, A-Rod! I'm gonna die. Lesnar's gonna see. Uh, God forbid, Lesnar's gonna see this podcast and be like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" <laughs> and, and he's gonna and he's gonna look at you and go, "Okay, I can kill him." <laughs> yep. I can eat him and use him for a toothpick. Yep. And nobody can see me. Nobody knows who I am. I'm just kind of here. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying where I'm. I'm not saying where I'm from. Everybody, shut up. <laughs> Lesnar probably wouldn't. Well, he probably would because he's Lesnar. But yeah, see, okay, nobody knows where I'm from. Um, I, you know, I kind of hate that Crazy lives in the same state as Lesnar. Kind of sucks. Oh no, Lesnar was in Canada. Yeah, he, he's Saskatchewan. But he's also, but he, 
Hang on, hang on. But he's also got a house in southern Canada. He does somewhere in BFC. He, he oh lives in... Oh no. Lesnar no. lives in Saskatchewan, Canada. He doesn't live in the United States. But he's got a house in... I don't, in, think, he, I don't think he does anymore. No. Okay. He, no, only I, has a, he only has a house in Saskatchewan. That's okay. it now. Okay, that's fine. Read Maddie's comment. Jesus. Wow. I mean, <laughs> yep. Wow. That might be a little far, Maddie. Oh my God. After what be. he said about me the other night on stream, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll just leave it at that. No more. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying. No, Maddie's got a fair point here. But yeah, it, okay, anyway. Okay, he might not have a house in southern Canada, but we all know what southern Canada is. Yep. You know, it's, you know, it's a state, you know, that that's, you know, everybody considers southern Canada. Yep. And then we, and then and then we got and then we got some guy in here that, even though they're part of his state, he don't like to talk about them. You know, he absolutely hates the Colts. Hmm. You know, I'm just. Kind of throwing that out there. Well, and the funny thing is, what's really funny on on the whole Lesnar thing is his hometown is about ten miles from my mom's house. Okay, hang on. Crazy just gave himself away. <laughs> okay. I never said your state, and I, I never know. said Skull State. Yeah. I just kind of find it funny. Yeah, yeah. I still so, never yeah. said the state. I said his hometown. Yeah, but Brock knows where he grew. Brock knows where he grew up. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> well, you know, with uh, with uh, apparently he is yeah, also he... concussion prone, so you know. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> yeah. Well, in all honesty, Brock more than likely has CTE. I mean, I, I mean, he probably does. But in all seriousness, though, and in, in genuine seriousness, I think Lesnar. I think Lesnar would be absolutely. I think it, it would be a blast just to like hang out with him for like a couple hours or something. I wouldn't say that because Brock absolutely hates people. Well, I, I I was gonna say after recent after recent events, I don't know if I would want to either. I would, I'd be well, not, that, not after recent events, but I'm just talking. I'm more referring to you know when he was on the Pat McAfee show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but remember, but Damn remember, kicks in. <laughs> hang on, but remember, I'll tell you my state, I'm in a state of drunkenness. <laughs> Damn it, kicks in. But remember, Brock has said on multiple times that he hates people, he, he, he loves to be by himself. I know, so I, so I don't even think he'd want to hang out with any of us. Well, after the shit we just said about him, probably not.
I mean, if we were inter- if we if we were interviewing him, I wouldn't have any equipment left because he, you know, broke the set of the Pat McAfee show. So, and Pat was just like, "Whoa, oh, okay, yeah, it's fine. We've been meaning to fix that anyway." <laughs> Well, okay, that's part of that. Let's run through something else pretty quick. Because, you know, it's while we're, you know, it's pretty much while we're here and we've got a pay-per-view coming up Saturday. Let's run through that. Let's run through that card pretty quick before we end you know, this podcast. Okay. And there's only... Elimination what? Chamber predictions. I mean, there's only four matches, five segments. So, it's not a big issue. Kicks in. What's the, uh, what's the beverage of choice? Apparently, kicks in is legitimately drunk. So yeah, he said he's in a state of drunkenness. Yeah, hey, it is what it is. I mean, good for you, bud. Uh, bud Light Lime. Okay. Um, I've heard it's pretty good. Anyway, three day weekend. Why not? Hey, there you go. All right, what do you got, Jamo? All right. Um, I don't know exact. Um, I don't know exact match. You know, whatever. We never do anyway until the day of. So. Yeah. Okay. So let's just start off with. Um. Let's just start off with the women's world title. I'm just, and I'm just starting that off because it's so much easier just to, just to work with. Women's world title, Rhea versus Nia. And no, okay, no picking on crazy about Nia today. We'll do that <laughs> later. We'll do that later. Just I think Rhea's just going to, I think, I honestly think Rhea's just going to absolutely destroy her. I, I think so. I'm going Rhea as well because one... I'm going with Rhea uh, for two reasons. One, because unfortunately, um, yeah, the, the WrestleMania, uh, the WrestleMania kickoff show. I hate. I, I still hate how they did it. I do. Like, the fact that Becky and Rhea had a face-to-face pretty much tells you it's going to be Rhea and, and Becky at Mania. So... I agree. I agree, so I'm going with Rhea as well. Um, But the second reason why I'm going with Rhea is because... I don't know if you guys want... And I don't know if anybody noticed it on Raw last week. But when Becky was out and making a toast with her lemonade, which was, by the way, hilarious, um, making a toast with her uh, with uh, her lemonade, Nia comes out. I don't know if anybody realized the 
pop that Rhea got as soon as her music hit. Absolutely. That place erupted. Everybody, crazy, everybody loves mommy. Apparently. And some of us more than we uh, know. <clears throat> Skull. <laughs> um, Skull, yeah. Skull wants to be thrown around by Rhea. Yup. I'm waiting for him to, to deny it. Skull, you awake? Is he muted? I'm here. Okay. Um, the thing is, too, is what we also have to realize is where the pay-per-view's at also. She's not going to lose. In her home country, yep. Yep. <laughs> See, crazy? He didn't deny it. Because he probably didn't totally hear it. Or he's just ignoring it. Skull, did you hear what we said? Yeah, I'm ignoring it. Oh, really? Okay. Okay. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but yeah. Now, one side note, unfortunately, like, I doubt it, and I pray that they don't. And you know, WWE still apparently listens to this po- uh, listens or watches this podcast for some reason, and I fucking hope they don't. I could somehow see that match ending in a no contest, and it ends up being Rhea, Nia, and Becky. Please no, God no. That's what I'm saying. Uh, no, 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 please, no, no. But again, I wouldn't run it, bad, unfortunately. Well, hold on. Triple H in charge. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. It's not going to end in a no contest. Because Triple H is going to be like, yeah, no. Mm-mm. Anyway, go ahead. But yeah, and what, and like Skull was saying, it's also in Australia, so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, um, number two match. Don't know if it really is, but it could be whatever. Um, second match is the uh, tag team title match, Judgment Day versus Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate. Uh, I honestly, honestly think Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate are going to win. I, I think they are too, honestly, because I feel like, again, home country, more or less. Um, I think, yeah, I think Pete Dunne and Tyler Bader are going to win, and I kind of hope they do. Wait a minute. Hang on. Crazy, which which one of those four is from Australia? You know what I mean, J-Mo. I'm not saying that it's their home country, but I'm, I'm saying they're, like, their 
closer, I guess, home field and home match advantage. I don't know. Just go with it. <laughs> okay. I was just okay. asking. No, I, th- I think I think Don and Tyler Bate are gonna are gonna win it. Um, I, I, I think I'm, it's gonna. I, I think it's gonna lead to something like uh, if you get the tag titles off of the Judgment Day, I think it's gonna lead to possibly something bigger. That it's gonna like the Judgment Day are gonna be in, in like a new storyline with something. I don't know. There's. I mean, for fuck's sake, truth. Our truth. Our truth is probably going to cost them the titles. <laughs> and honestly, would you, would you be mad honestly, about yeah, it? Yeah, I could see that. Nope. You're welcome. Okay. Okay. Um, I say, and I'm I'm gonna run through this pretty quick. I say it's gonna be Pete Dunne, Tyler Bank. And yeah, I agree. Our truth will probably be there, distract Judgment Day, and what that's going to do is that's going to cause Damian and Finn to start arguing amongst each other. Our truth is going to get involved in that somehow, and. And Judgment Day is going to start breaking up. Again. Hold on. Okay. Hold the phone. I'm glad you said that, JMO. Because for once, for once, I have something over JMO as far as WWE booking. I said when Truth first came in, I said, what if... Truth is the reason Judgment Day starts breaking up. And and that's yep. perfectly crazy. That's fine. Awesome job. You're finally learning. But <laughs> yeah, I get one credit versus JMO's like two hundred. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, 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 great, great job. Hey, I, I, I will acknowledge. Yes, you called that months ago. That's fine. Awesome job. But I'm saying that there's going to be that from the inside that Damien and Finn are going to start blaming each other for losing the title, and then both of them are going to blame R-Truth, and then some things are going to go, and there's going to be some issues. And and then what's going to happen, what's going to happen is I'm calling it now. We're going to get Finn Balor versus R-Truth at WrestleMania. No. No. Mm-mm. Yeah, that match needs to happen. No. No. Hey, y'all, hang on. Y'all heard it here. R-Truth versus Finn Balor, WrestleMania. WWE, make it happen because we, we need to see it. No. I don't think we need to see it. Um, I'm crazy on that one. I don't, I don't, I don't think so. I don't okay, think not at, uh, not at WrestleMania. Anyway, not at Mania. Okay. Anyway, um, and remember, Damien has. Hell yeah, kickstand. 
Remember, Damien has the money in the bank briefcase, so we could see Damien cash in at Mania. Please no. Which will cause a bigger rift between the Judgment Day because Damien could finally say, I'm better than anybody here in Judgment Day. This title right here makes me leader, and then everybody's going to start getting mad at him. I think Damien should have left Judgment Day a long time ago. I think Damien, I think Damien's going to straight up leave Judgment Day once he cashes in. And, and what that's going to do... I think he should have already left by now. But crazy, what I'm saying is he's going to have the title. He's going to say that he's better than everybody in Judgment Day, and then that's going to cause major problems. And then he'll go off and do his own thing, maybe. So, yeah, there's going to be an issue, and it's all going to start at... Hey, hey, wait a minute. Every bit of this is going to start at Elimination Chamber when the titles are on the line and R-Truth is probably going to cost them the titles. So, yeah. Even All of that's going to start Saturday. It's going to start Saturday, but I got one even better. Here we go. Truth is okay. going to cost Damien and, uh, Damien and Finn the tag titles this weekend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's going to start some bickering between, uh, between, you know, like you said, Finn and Damien. Mm-hmm. Here's the best part. Okay. What we got? Truth. The fantasy is going to come true. And again, WWE listens to our podcast, so I'm going to make this uh, fruition come true. Truth. Challenges Damien for the briefcase. Truth thinks that the briefcase means power. He thinks he runs Monday Night Raw. He thinks he can overturn Adam Pierce. Then it's going to fast forward to Money in the Bank 2024. He's still not going to cash in and finally realize it the day of. And he'd be like, Oh, my bad. That's on me. Oh, okay. That's, that would yep. be funny. Yep. That would be funny. Done. Again, you're welcome in advance. Season what? three, episode uh -huh. five. Book it. What? <laughs> well, I'm I'm still gonna go that Damien cashes in at Mania, probably. Yes, bickering. Yep. So, okay, so that's that's match two. Match three for the women's elimination chamber match, which we are still short one woman. Not sure who it's going to be. I will say this before crazy. More than likely going to be Shayna Baszler. Well, crazy before you say anything. We have been informed, because I said it last podcast, we have been informed that Jade will not be in the chamber. So, with, 
with this last chance battle rule that we're supposed to get, it's probably going to be Shana. Correct, Skull. More than likely. More than likely. So, okay. As, as we know right now, it's Becky, Bianca, Liv, Naomi, and Tiffany Stratton. So, and I called this months ago. What's going on, Evan? Yeah, I called this months ago that Becky was going to enter and win this match and face Rhea at me. And I hate it. Well, I mean, it's one of those things, like, everyone knew it was going to happen, I mean. And again, it gave it away at the WrestleMania kickoff, anyway. Yeah. So, crazy. Yeah, I, I, I think okay. Becky's going to win. I think it's going to come down to Becky and Liv as the final two. See, I, I would be okay. I would be okay if it come down to Becky and Shayna. Okay, okay, wait, wait. Let me let me let me finish. Shayna needs to come in and absolutely dominate the chamber like she did a few years ago. And then her and Becky will be the last two. I I'm not gonna lie, actually. I'm not. Holy shit. Sundance, you might be onto something there. What if it? Uh, what if they pull the wool on her, um, over her eyes, and it's a complete surprise? Like, what if the uh, what if the last uh, last chance battle royal, God forbid, doesn't have a definitive winner, and they're just like, ah, oh, fuck. Well, uh, well, we need somebody, and then it's a returning Emma. Emma is from Australia. Yeah, but here's the thing. Tennille Dashwood has already said she's never returning to professional wrestling. Ah, oh, fuck. All right. I follow her on Instagram, and she made a post um, a couple, like, I want to say like a month or so ago. She said she's done with professional wrestling. She's moving on. She's closed that chapter. Okay. Good for her. Honestly, good for her. She's also fucking hot. But anyway. <laughs> Good for her. She's got a couple. She has a couple health conditions, um, which is one main reason why she finally stopped. And she just said that she doesn't want to keep doing it anymore because of them. So, unfortunately, hey, that's fire. Okay, so Jamo saying, which is Becky? Who you uh, who you going with to win the thing, Skull? Becky, because, I mean, that's been the obvious thing for probably a year now. I think everyone saw it coming from a mile away. Here's what I'm going to do. Okay. I'm going to and I'm gonna reopen this. No, you can't have my food. Stop. I'm going to reopen this for both. Of, and, and I'm going to give you guys both this option and the chat. Yeah, we pretty much know that Becky's going to win. But who do you... Hope wins. 
God forbid WWE changes plans at the last minute, which they're, let's be real, they're clearly, they're, they're known for that. God forbid Becky has something come up with, say, the little one, and they're just like, oh shit, I can't make WrestleMania, or you know what I mean? Who do you hope wins? Let, let's put it this way. Let's, let's put, put it this way. way. Uh, change that who would I hope to who would I want. Okay. I yeah, would yeah, prefer, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm going to get shit for it, and I don't care, um, because Paul and I have been talking about this. I would prefer Jade to have been in the match and Jade win. But I would also, it's with, if we keep Jade out of it, live because she's on her like revenge tour so i would like this i would be okay if Liv won it and then Liv went and beat uh ria for the title because ria is the one that obviously took her out and injured her so that could be her payback i see and i would be 1000 percent okay with that I think that storyline makes ten times more sense than having Becky. And and live of all people knows Rhea's weakness because they were a tag team. See, I was gonna bring. I was also gonna bring that up. That's that's the long term storytelling. Because Liv obviously with her and Liv being a tag team, Liv knows her weaknesses, and so because people can be like, oh well, Liv's not believable, blah blah blah. Well, she knows fucking every one of Rhea's weaknesses, so. And okay, okay, hold up. Long-term storytelling. Well, not only that, but I just thought about this: if you have Liv win, long-term storytelling and recycled storylines, Becky could be then playing the role of chasing that title. Trying to get away into the title picture. God forbid, I hope, again, I hope it's not a triple threat, whatever. But Becky finds ways to. Even if. And again, I don't, regardless if she finds her way in the title picture, and I say do not put the title on Becky, I don't care if she. I know JMO, you have fantasy booked or whatever that she would retire in six months. I think she, to be completely honest, I think she needs to retire now. Well, and you, we've had this conversation. I don't think Becky needs a title again. No, I, I, she doesn't. I, I just, I don't. She doesn't. And, and I don't think she needs to, because of her resume and her accolades, she doesn't. She doesn't really need to go anymore, period. Yes, she wants to. There's a difference between want to and whether or not you should. I'm not saying injury prone, but like, she's got nothing left to prove. Other than okay. maybe, maybe putting over the younger talent. That's it. That's, yeah, yeah, I was gonna say that's about it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, I I've said she's probably gonna retire within the next six months, maybe. You know, whatever. The only thing that she needs to do that she has not done yet, and I believe it's in May, 
is when the when the women's money in the bank briefcase possibly cash it in immediately win the title and then she could pretty much be done no only because she has not won the briefcase yet that's she doesn't that's, yeah that's, but she, she doesn't need to though that's but that's another, the only thing that's that she just has. another excuse I know, she don't need to. I know she don't need to but that's the only thing she hasn't done and that would make her you know absolutely you know that she's done everything that there is to do yeah yeah not a big big lynch fan so i'm not for it i'm not uh, but i'm not either yeah, I, I get what you i get what you mean jamo but she doesn't and, yeah it's the and, only thing she doesn't and i get and i get where y'all are coming from that you know she's done what she needs to do and she's yeah i, I get that i do She's but, but the way Triple H absolutely loves Becky Lynch and wants to keep pushing her to be this over-the-top dominant female, that I could see him doing that. I could see him doing it too, but it, and uh, she doesn't need it. I would and rather see CM. I would rather see CM Punk come back and completely destroy everything and win everything before they did that with Becky. That's fair. And see, here's the thing. And that's not going to happen because that motherfucker can't stay healthy now, long enough. Here's a, here's an interesting thought. How weird would it be? Oh my god! I can't believe I just thought about this. Last chance battle royal, okay? Is what Friday? Yep. Next Friday? This Friday, or even it might even be tomorrow night on Raw. I don't remember. I don't remember what it is. Anyway, doesn't matter. Last it chance. It's just yeah. Chamber. chamber. Yeah. Okay. Quick. Okay. Quick question on that. Is SmackDown supposed to be in Australia? Not a clue. Probably. Or is it no, they've they've already it's it's pre it's been pre-recorded already, I believe. Yeah, yeah, it has. Yeah, it has. Okay. Okay. Um, and I believe, and it that might have been when the last chance battle royal was. It might be. It might be. Okay. Well, there goes, there goes the idea that I had. But he, uh, one more note on this. The reason. The last chance battle Royals tomorrow night on Raw. Okay. 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 Here, here was my idea that would make it really interesting. Nobody's thought about it. I don't believe. It would be cool, but I would be okay if they waited until Money in the Bank as a surprise entrance. AJ Lee comes back out of nowhere because CM Punk's back. And then have, AJ, then have AJ win the Money in the Bank. Possibly. 
book it. <laughs> book it. Don't care. Book it. No. But again, I don't. Uh, uh, I'd rather no, just go. I'm, I'd rather have her go. I would. After I the would rather them. I would rather them push a current star, especially a younger one like Tiffany Stratton, before they bring another fucking veteran back and fuck another young talent over. And I'm just. I'm just throwing that out there. I'm not. I would rather. Uh, I'd rather have AJ actually just like chase the championship or even be the champion and then build up okay. another talent. That, that's fine, but I'm just throwing out a name. There's only two reasons I want AJ to come back, either in the Rumble or when Cora Jade is back from this injury, her, have her do something with Cora Jade and put Cora Jade over. Otherwise, I don't want her coming back. I'm just throwing a name out there just to, just to bring her back. So, you know, just to get a pop or something. That's, that's I, would say, I would say at the okay. minimum... If AJ is set to come back, it's the Raw after Mania. Maybe. Um, no, but one uh, one thing, uh, one final note on the Becky Lynch thing, winning the Money in the Bank. Her career right now is parallel, in my opinion. Her uh, Becky Lynch's career right now is literally parallel with John Cena. Literally, the only difference is John Cena won the money in the bank. And when John Cena won the money in the bank, he didn't need it. And he also failed his cash in. I know. But it, and regardless, he didn't need the money. And he didn't need the case itself. Yeah. Becky doesn't need the case. Yeah. Yeah. But again. Okay. Okay. Before before we get to the main event, there's a segment that's going to be at Elimination Chamber. Grayson Waller is going to have Seth and Cody. I believe that they're going to demand, request, throw it out, you know, put a challenge or whatever for Rock and Roman tag team match at Mania. Or, or Grace is going to just push them to it. Or, Probably, but the last time Cody was on the Grayson Waller effect, he brought back Jey Uso. Yeah. So, if not, if not, the announcement of the tag match, I think it's going to be some sort of big announcement of, I don't know, we're bringing back the European title or something, you know, just some, like, off-the-wall something that nobody's expecting. Because, at, at, again, at this point, we're ex- now we're expecting the tag team match. Hang on. If they're going to bring back something that we're not expecting, like a title, 
They're going to introduce the 24-7 title again. Um, no. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think it's going to be about the tag because, like, a lot of people are speculating that SmackDown is either going to be Rock – Rock's um, – laying out the challenge for them and then they were going to accept it, you know, on the Grayson Waller show or he was going to join the bloodline and technically he, you know, stood with the bloodline and joined them. So I think since he did that on SmackDown, I think they're going to call them out on the Grayson Waller effect for a tag match. That's what I think they're going to do. And from what I already understand, Rock and Roman are not scheduled. Nope. Nope. So somehow I wouldn't be surprised if they show up though. I I don't. I, I, I could see I could see Jimmy and Solo showing up and doing the dirty work for him. Like if anything, I could see Jimmy and Solo coming out and blindsiding them for Rock and Roman. In all honesty, or even Heyman coming out and accepting it for Rock and Roman. I, I don't think it'll be accepted at Elimination Chamber. So, you got, uh, Skull, you think the, uh, the challenge is going to be laid out? I think they're going to lay out the challenge, but I don't think it's going to be accepted. I don't think it will be accepted at Elimination Chamber, but I think they're going to lay out the challenge at least. You think it'll be accepted a couple of weeks before Mania? Um, I'm not sure when they'll accept it. Um, or it, but what I, what I, this is what I think is going to happen. I think they're going to come out. I think they're going to issue the challenge. And then, is Austin Theory cleared or is he injured? I think he's cleared. I think he's been in matches. Um, I don't know. The reason I'm saying that is because, like, I'm, uh, I feel like this is what's going to happen. I think they're going to come out and they're going to issue the challenge. And then, because Grayson Waller and Austin Theory are Grayson Waller and Austin Theory, I could see them trying to pull some sort of like just dumb shit, you know what I mean? And while they've got them distracted, Solo and Jimmy are going to come out of nowhere and just beat the piss out of them because and I don't I don't think Grayson and Theory will help, but I think Grayson and Theory are going to do something to distract them just, you know, being just how they are. And then Solo and Jimmy are going to come out of nowhere and attack them and beat the shit out of them on behalf of Roman Rock. And then I think Rock will obviously, you know, show up. I think Rock and Roman will show up on a Raw, you know what I mean, to accept it. Or it, or it might be on a SmackDown. I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't know if they'll accept it on, a, on Raw or if they'll accept it on SmackDown. But I think and when they'll accept it, I don't know. What it what yeah or yeah honestly I could I could see them accepting it through Twitter instead of saying they don't have enough they don't have time you know to show up on the show so they accept it on Twitter yeah and what if that what if that happens and then all of a sudden that sets up a match between Cody and Grayson or Theory oh like at like like an impromptu match at Elimination Chamber or like on Raw? For Raw. Um, I'd be okay with that. Maybe. I don't know. I I I 
don't know. I don't. But yeah, I, 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 I just feel like some sort of shenanigans are going to happen. You know what I mean? It's the Grayson Waller effect. Effect. Usually shenanigans happen. I'm not saying like him and Austin will get involved, but I just, I just have this feeling. I really do that Solo and Jimmy are going to show up and do something. I just, I've got this feeling they're going to. I think, uh, and it would make perfect sense too. You know what I mean? It's, it's the bloodline. They're going to capitalize on shit like that. Yeah. I think, and I, I think some sort of surprise is going to happen on the Grayson Waller effect, whether it's you know the the challenge or or like another major announcement because everybody's pulling major announcement. I mean, hell, we did it. Um, yeah. Pretty much what we're saying is shenanigans are afoot. Yep. Controversy creates cash. Well, it's. I mean, it. Yeah, controversy is a foot. I'm glad they say that and not an eye, because if they did, we would just be out. I mean, it's WrestleMania season, so there is there's fuckery afoot. So, well, and that's and, and again, that's that's why, and and that's mainly the reason because it's WrestleMania season. That's why I think there's some sort of, um controversy uh, like there's gonna be some sport uh, there's some, some sort of, sort of <laughs> there's gonna be some sort of surprise yep there's, there's gonna, gonna be, be some, some sort of fuckery for sure yeah so saith and eric bishop yeah <laughs> so i'm guessing so i'm guessing i'm being ignored on that comment okay cool what comment Yeah, the fact that, yeah, I'm glad they're saying a foot instead of an eye. Yeah. I caught caught it. Okay. Okay. All right. right. I'll stop. I just, again, JMO, I don't know how to react to it. That's why I didn't stop. I'll stop. Go ahead. No. Main event. Main event is the men's elimination chamber match. Okay, who do we got? Paul, uh, Logan Paul, KO, Drew, Bobby Lashley. Who are the remaining two? Oh, and then the qualifying matches yet, right? No, isn't it? No. The, wasn't uh, wasn't the chamber set as of last week? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hang on. Uh, Bobby Lashley and Drew qualified first. Yeah. Then it was KO and Logan. Oh, who were the last two? Um. Because Logan uh, Logan beat Miz. KO beat Dom. It's Drew, Orton, Lashley, Orton. It's Drew, Orton, Lashley, LA Knight, Kevin Owens, and Logan Paul. Okay, yes. So we were missing KO and... Oh, no, we were missing Randy and LA Knight. Yeah. Um, all right. Go ahead, crazy. 
was the base set. Um, the way he's going and the fact that he's booked through like April, I'm gonna go Drew. <laughs> And the way the storyline's going, it would be it it wouldn't really make any sense if Drew if it's not Drew. Because nobody else makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. It's it's gotta be Drew with with them with them taking his injury time and extending it onto the end of his contract. Cause like he didn't like we all know he didn't sign a he didn't sign any extension. They just took his injury time and tacked it on. And it's going to go through until, I think, like, May sometime. Um, and, yeah, Drew's the only one that makes the most logical sense, especially with the storyline. Um, I also think we're going to get um, – I think it's also going to um, start traction for the L.A. Knight-Logan Paul storyline for them to face each other for the U.S. title at Mania. I think I that's going to spark that, that as well. And then the and the poor remaining three innocent bystanders are just going to be like, oh, yeah, we're in this match. Yeah, because I think I, – I mean, we all know, or at least I think anyway, I think what they're doing with Lashley is like – I think the Pride is going to start doing stuff like very, very soon with um, – Oh, oh, oh. Sorry. No, go yeah, for it. The bride, uh, the bride, and and what the hell is it? Final Testament. Testament. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna. Yeah, I think I think they're gonna start that um, sometime after Illumination Chamber because I think I think they're gonna. Fa- I think those two teams are gonna go after each other at Mania. I have so. a question, and I actually have a question for you, Skull, because you're the one that I recall that bringing it up. They didn't have Orton win at Rumble because apparently they have bigger plans for him for the title. Who's to say Orton's not winning to face Seth? Even though he signed a SmackDown, which would be kind of weird, but... I wouldn't mind that. I mean, they, they, they did hint at the whole... Um, I mean, we also don't know. I'm like with with all this stuff with the Rock and everything. You know what I mean? Um, obviously, we don't know how anything's going with that. I'm assuming Cody is going to take the title, but there for a bit when everyone thought that they were going to have Roman hold the title until like Survivor Series or SummerSlam or whatever to beat Hogan's record. That's why they said they were going to hold off on Orton. They were going to have Orton and Roman, you know, down the line for the title while he's, you know, holding it until he beats Hogan's record. But I don't think they're going to do that anymore. You know what I mean? After how Rock has stepped in and, you know, how it was supposed to be Rock and Roman at WrestleMania this year and they pivoted off that. And we are getting Cody and, you know, Cody and Roman. I don't think they're going to have Roman hold it anymore to break Hogan's record, you know what I mean? So, I could, I could, what I could see, um, I could see Drew winning it, and then they add Orton to it, and make it a triple threat, because of Seth, 
with, you know, not knowing how his injury is going to be. I can see them doing something like that, and I'd be okay with it. And then they, and then they can kind of protect him a little bit more in that match. Yep. Because, yeah, yeah, no, like, I completely forgot about that, too. I spaced that um, whenever I brought that up, and the main reason I spaced it is just because of everything else that's happened. I just spaced that whole scenario with Orton and Roman. So, I don't know. I, I'm still going Drew. Yeah. I'm still going Drew, but it, at at this point, I would not be mad at Orton. Yeah. And if Orton, I'm going to call it right now, if Orton does win it, don't get me wrong, I love the guy. But Drew's going to be even more of a crybaby. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. yeah, you got the Cody crybabies. Uh, you got a you got a six foot seven crybaby on the fucking roster, sir. Oh yeah. Um, he and he's not even being a crybaby. He's just having full blown temper tantrums. Well, yeah, and he is, and 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 you know, again, love him or hate him, believe what you want. He could be getting screwed too. You know. Right. You know, it could be booking. Yeah, because we, we don't we don't know if this whole, you know, him crying and bitching is like sto- in storyline or if it's like legitimate or if it's a little bit of both. I wouldn't be surprised if it's a little bit of both. But the fact that, you know, uh, you just mentioned that he hasn't signed an extension or anything like that. They're probably... Yeah. Yeah, the yeah, fact that his contract extension is only because of injury time and not an actual, you know, pen to paper extension through Mania is what concerns me. And, like, they probably don't, you know, I think we talked about this off stream too, like that they probably don't maybe want to put the title on him until they know whether or not he's going to resign. Yep. So. Yeah, I'm again. I'm going Drew because storyline it makes the most sense. Yeah, well, and that's where that's where JMO, um, where JMO brought up earlier. Um, I'll go back to that where, um, if Drew does win it, let's pull Orton out of it. And I mean, that's where JMO brought up priest cashing in. It would make one hundred percent. 100% it would make perfect sense if it is, if Drew does win and it is Drew and Seth at Mania and God forbid Drew does win because Seth needs time off, Drew could win and then Priest could cash in on Drew and take the title. Or cash it in again on the triple threat and pin Drew. Yeah, or yeah, or make it a triple threat like what Seth, like what Seth did with Roman. Yeah, however, yeah, like how, you know, however it happens, yeah, like, that's where that's where whenever Jamo brought that up earlier, um, when we were talking about the tag match, um, that would make perfect sense from that storyline that Jamo brought up. Um, since we don't know what's going on with Drew either. Sorry, uh, Jamo. What do you, who you got? Uh... And because he's double O, I genuinely hope he gives us like an, a complete left field answer and not <laughs> says like Bobby Lashley or something. 
Because everything, apparently everything JMO says is booked. So, double <laughs> <laughs> uh, Okay. Um, I'm, I'm actually, actually going, going to give, give you a left field answer. answer. Yes. All right, guys. You hear, uh, heard it here first. Um, somebody write this down. Because... <laughs> You gotta give well, him. He, he, uh, you he's gotta probably, probably giving us a left field answer because since I just brought up what he said with Priest cashing in, he's probably thinking, "Oh, well, since since Skull just brought that up, I'm gonna I'm gonna completely left field swerve his ass." No, the answer you gave was honestly spot on. I mean, it really was, which is why I said earlier, which is you know you just brought it up. I said earlier that Damon, you know, Damien was going to cash in. The only problem is, yeah, I'm giving a left field answer, but the problem is, it's not going to work. Well, here, here's the thing. It's probably too predictable. Okay, I mean, the chamber really is predictable. Okay, one. Okay, look look here. Okay. This is... This is how I see stuff going out of the chamber and with the chamber. Okay? LA, okay, as you said, L.A. Knight and Logan Paul, it's going to set up for their match at Mania for the U.S. title. Okay. Bobby Lashley's already in a storyline with the Pride and Final Testament. Hey, Jamo, really quick. I don't mean to interrupt you. Um, I just want to let you guys know I got to take Bailey out, so I'll be right back. Okay. So, okay. So that's not going to happen. Okay. So that eliminates oh. half the field. Oh, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm eliminating the field, and and just just go with me. I know, I am. I'm so, just letting you know, and I'm yeah. on the chat now. Yeah. yeah so, so L.A. Knight, Logan Paul, Bobby Lashley, they're automatically out. Yeah. Randy Orton is on SmackDown. Yeah. Takes him out. Kevin Owens is on SmackDown, takes him out. Mm -hmm. The only one that's on Raw that could possibly challenge for the title is Drew. They are not going to just immediately throw somebody like KO in there and move him over to Raw after they just recently traded him to SmackDown because Jay come over to Raw. Mm-hmm. So it's, it, it, the, it only makes sense for, the, for the, the only guy that's on Raw that's not doing anything is Drew. And then Drew versus Seth, Damian cashes in. Either at the beginning of the match, 
to make it a triple threat. Which will protect Seth. Damien and Drew faces each other for the majority. And then right there at the end, Seth gets in and gets uh, gets a Claymore from Drew. Damien choke slams Drew. He rolls out the ring. Damien pins Seth. Okay. That's that's how I see it going down. So I'm, I mean, I've got to go with Drew. I mean, there's no no other person it could be. In fact, I think he's literally the only raw person in the match. Bobby Lashley's raw. No, he's not. He's SmackDown. Everybody uh, everybody of the Pride and the Final Testament is on SmackDown. He had Bobby Lashley had his qualifying match against Bronson Reed. A raw superstar and beat him. Okay, LA Knight's on Raw. No, he's not. He's on SmackDown. He's on, okay, fine. He's on both shows. Honestly, he's on both shows. I guess, but he's primarily on SmackDown. Again, they had the qualifying matches cross branded. Out of all six men, I'm pretty sure Drew McIntyre is literally the only Raw superstar. It could be. Because Logan's, uh, Logan's on SmackDown because he's the U.S. champ. Yeah, Drew. Yeah, Drew is the only Raw. Okay, well, again, he's the only one that makes sense because they're not going to bring anybody over from SmackDown to take on Seth. Right. Which is, again, I don't know. I'm Am I for the match? Sure. But unless, unless, like, in a way, I feel like WWE kind of booked themselves in a, in a corner with this match. Unless, they did. Unless, Shocker, unless, right? <laughs> well, unless some of the qualifying matches didn't go the way they were supposed to. And they, well, oh, I believe they did. In WWE's defense, they didn't really like. I I should backtrack backtrack on that. Like they would, they didn't necessarily book themselves into a corner. It's just Punk getting hurt just completely, you know, screwed this whole situation up. Yeah, because obviously it was gonna be it was gonna be it was gonna be Punk. You know, Punk was gonna win. Punk was gonna win the Elimination Chamber take on Seth. So Punk getting hurt kind of. Throw a wrench in all of this. Absolutely. Now. Because I think had Punk not gotten hurt, I think we would have gotten three Raw and three SmackDown. But Punk getting hurt, I think that's why maybe Drew's the only Raw guy then. I, As far as the qualifying matches go, again, home country, why did you not put Bronson Reed in it? That's what I was getting ready to say. Why wasn't Bronson Reed put in it? 
it made no sense for Bobby Lashley to beat him. Great match. Exactly. It didn't make, it didn't make sense for Bobby Lashley to beat him. Yeah, no, but in my opinion, Lashley doesn't need to be in it with what they're doing. Um, I, the other thing is, and uh, we're going to wrap up here because we're at three and a half hours. Awesome show, by the way. But I want to end... I want to end the show before JMO does, uh, does his outro here. I want to end the show and ask the, the, the live chat. Per, and this is kind of a yes or no question, and if yes, if you can, give an answer. Oh. Per, per elimination chamber kind of tradition... Not every year, but every once in a while. Does anybody, does anybody attack one of the participants and replace them in this match, in the chamber matches on both the men Ooh. and women? I'll call one. Okay. We just talked about him. I say Brunson Reed attacks Lashley and asserts himself. Okay. That'd be cool. Like, I mean, you know what I mean? Because they, they had their match. Obviously, Lashley is the main one that doesn't necessarily need to be in it because of what he's doing with the pride. We, we want Bronson to be in it because him, you know, home guy, you know, like, so... How would like you know what I mean? How would you think if Bronson didn't attack you know Lashley and jump him, or or actually who's to say Bronson does it? How how what if the final testament attacks Lashley backstage? So they were so and since he gets you know attacked backstage, they say okay, well since Lashley can't do it, let's put Big Bronson Reed in to replace him, and then Bronson doesn't even have to attack him. It can be you know final testament to help. Further that storyline. And unfortunately to Lashley, that would be his second chamber that he got screwed out of. <laughs> right? <laughs> but, I mean, that uh, that's kind of out of left field, but it's something uh -huh. that I would be completely okay with. I don't know what you guys think, but... JMO, you got anybody? If at all. Who? I'm gonna. Okay, I'm. Oh, okay. I haven't got a major left field for y'all. You gonna break the internet again? I'm gonna try. Okay. Based off of the qualifying match that we've seen. Just recently. Okay. <laughs> Men or women? Men. Okay. What if we get and when I say this, y'all are all gonna know exactly what I'm what I'm gonna say. 
What if Dom gets the judgment day to attack KO and Dom gets in the match? I'd be, I mean, I wouldn't mind that. Because he wants ma uh, matching titles with mommy. Ah. And then he's gonna, and then he's gonna literally be the first one eliminated. No, mommy. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I wouldn't mind that because then, then it would, it would help. I, I'd be okay with that because, for the simple fact, it, it would help the Logan Paul LA Knight, you know, storyline better because obviously, you know, if KO's in there. It, like, you know what I mean? If they're going to use this for Logan Paul and LA Knight, you yeah. know what I mean? It would help It would help that better instead of KO being in there. Because, um, you know, KO is going to want to go after Logan. So, yeah, I would be completely okay with I would be completely okay with that. And that, would, that one would make sense as well. He's fat. Scott Steiner, Bronson Reed is... Brodus Clay tier. Low to mid. Low to mid card. Yeah. Basically, Sundance is saying that, that Bronson don't need to be in that match. I mean, let's just be real. Even if he is, even if he inserts his match, unfortunately, he's going to, again, he's still going to lose. But at least it would be another Raw superstar. To, and that's why I said Dom. In it. I could uh, okay. I could see the Dom. I could maybe see the Dom aspect of it. Oh, the Dom. Yeah. Yeah, the Dom aspect of it. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. But if he is. He is the literal glorified punching bag for everybody else in that match. Thank God. Oh, yeah. He get, uh, he gets one finisher from every remaining superstar that's in it at the time, and he gets eliminated. Which means, which, means he'll get, which means he'll be the first one eliminated, so he'll get five finishers immediately. Yep. Good. Yeah. <laughs> what about the women? Now, in in the aspect of, you know, somebody attacking somebody, hold on, in the aspect of uh, somebody attacking somebody uh, before they enter the chamber, we've never had that on the women's side yet. I would say that WWE absolutely booked the women's perfectly. I could see, hold up, hold up, and and not saying this, like, against her, but from what I brought up earlier of, you know, if they threw a curveball and Becky doesn't win the title, right, or doesn't win the Elimination Chamber, what if somebody attacks Becky? And that furthers the story of Becky See, chasing that title. Okay. I could attack her again. <laughs> okay. I, I would say that does not need to happen. 
or James because, attacker. No, because we had remember we had that exact same story pretty much whenever Ron whenever Charlotte was going for Rhonda. Becky was trying to figure out how to get in. She was hurt, and then it was a constant attack, attack, attack. Um, but that was interruptions. And, yeah, and I don't, I don't want to see, I, I don't want to see that again. But the chamber was never involved in that. I, I, I get that. But what I'm saying is, I don't want to see. Becky constantly coming in. Oh, this is mine, 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 mine. Uh, no. Uh, we, we've already seen it. As you said earlier, it would be another recycled storyline. Yeah. For Becky to go in and say, well, this is mine. You know, that kind of thing. But it's kind of what WWE does. Yeah, I know. And it, Hopefully. You know, I, just, I just don't want to see it. I don't either. I, that's why I said, "What if?" So, so no, I, I, no. Is Naomi in the chamber match? Yes, she is. Naomi is in the chamber match. Um, if so, I could see, I could see Jordan Grace having. Okay. Jordan Grace isn't going to be doing anything with WWE anytime soon now that Scott Demore is fired. So, like that, get that idea out of there. But I think she's whenever her contract is up or whatever. I bet she's coming. Oh, I mean, she's got to get out of her contract first, and she just signed a massive extension. But Jordan Grace is not—you're not, not going to take Jordan Grace in WWE as long as she is under a TNA contract, because Scott Demore was the sole reason why they were doing that. Scott Demore was the sole reason why TNA was doing stuff with WWE, and now that Scott Demore is no longer there, they're not going to do fuck all with WWE, guaranteed. And we uh, we actually covered that. Like last episode, like what? And I, Jordan Grace and Moose are both, I guarantee, are going to leave the company. It's just, are they going to try and get out of their contracts or not? And will TNA let, will the current people let them out of their contracts because they both signed like five year contracts? Or some, they, they both signed pretty long term contracts. Or I know, I know Moose definitely did. But Moose, the second Scott Demore was fired, Moose literally posted, if there's no Scott Demore in TNA, there's no Moose in TNA. So. All right. And yeah, that's, that's pretty much the episode. Yeah. Anybody got any final words? I do not think so, no. No. All right. Jamo, the floor is yours. All right, everybody. Um, I say it every week. You know, we appreciate y'all being here, listening, watching. 
you know, uh, everybody alive that's in here with us right now. Um, thank you all for being here. Um, everybody watching later, um, whether that be uh, Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, and whatever crazy gets around to it, Instagram. Um, we we seriously appreciate y'all just listening to us ramble on, whether it be crazy rambling, me rambling, skull rambling, whatever. It's just what we do. Um, and you know, I I can't say it as much as I already have previously and now. We sincerely appreciate the support that y'all are showing us. And, you know, if y'all know anybody that likes to listen, likes to watch, please send them our way. Absolutely. And we will do our best to entertain them in every way we know how. Exactly. And I actually do have one thing to say. Um, don't and as we're signing off, do not forget that we will be back on Tuesday with the new extension of the podcast. Yeah. Um absolutely. So everybody who's looking on screen right now, you see the Wrestling Freaks podcast above us? And then you see that with a little bit of chaos right underneath it. Yeah. That's going to be the name of the episode of the second show. A Little Bit of Chaos, where we're going to talk about literally everything outside of wrestling that we've wanted to talk about since day one. Music, TV, movies, video games, sports, random bullshit, whatever. It's still going to be a little bit of chaos. It's still going to be all of us, I hope. Um, you know, it, it might vary from week to week. And uh, we got like some we got some segment ideas that we're going to bring you. Um, it's going to be completely so I guess more or less. And uh, you guys chime in if I'm if I'm wrong. But this show is basically just going to be the wrestling side of it. Right. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. What we what we do on Sunday, yeah. But the Sunday's episode is just is going to be primarily wrestling, and then the Tuesday episode is going to be literally everything else. Yep. I mean, is the best. But the only time I will say this actually, I I mean technically, technically the only time that we will really talk wrestling on the Tuesday podcast is like since we are since we will talk video games on there, we may touch on. You know, 2K24 over there. Sure. Because obviously it, it does fall in the video game category, so it would make sense to touch on it, you know what I mean, over there as well. Yeah, and we might uh, we might ta- uh, touch on, like, other than video games, we might touch on, like, stories of, like, wrestling or whatever, but I don't think we're going to cover, like, wrestling news. Right. right. You know, yeah. unless, uh, unless it's something 
obviously, unless, uh, I, I would say the only time we would actually talk about it is if something happens in between both shows. Yeah, yeah like, if there's something drastic that happens or whatever that we think needs covered up. But, yeah, like, the only actual, like, the only wrestling we'll touch on the other one is, yeah, like, the video game or, like, you know, if there's, like, a wrestling movie or, like, a wrestling TV show, you know, something like that, then, like, that is the only time we'll really cover wrestling on the Tuesday one. Um, and the other thing I want to add to that is that second episode starting off, and this is uh, this is more for, well, I guess everybody, um, but especially for the people that are listening to this episode in the future. The second show for starting off will be Twitch exclusive. It will not be on Spotify, Apple Music, or and Amazon Music to start. We're gonna see how it goes. Um, what the feedback is and stuff like that, and if it does, if it obviously if it goes well enough, then we'll put it on the platforms. Um, but yeah, the second episode, a little bit of chaos, or the yeah, the second episode, a little bit of chaos will be Twitch exclusive. Uh, Twitch.tv/crazyeyes4life. Um, for anybody listening to this in the future. So, um, guys, I'm going to mute in Discord. I'm going to set up the raid, and I'll talk to you guys soon. And hashtags are in chat, crazy. All right, appreciate that.